refreshing. What'll it be, guys? I'll have a scotch on the rocks. I'll have a Samuel Adams. I'll have a Samuel Jackson. You know something? I'll have a Samuel Jackson, too. Me, three. <laughs> three Samuel Jacksons coming right up. Good motherfucking coach. Samuel Jackson, being painstakingly by me, Samuel L. Jackson. It'll get you drunk. You'll be fucking fat girls in no time. You might even fight a nigga or two. Mm-mm, bitch. How's it taste, motherfucker? Can you stop yelling at me, please? No, I can't stop yelling, because that's how I talk. You ain't never seen my movies. Juice, that was a good one. Deep Blue Sea, they ate me. A fucking shark ate me. Great bitch. Jurassic Park. Samuel Jackson, it's my beer. Yes, they deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell. Football, baby. How about those other sports, though? They're all going at once, or Mm -hmm. the rest of them over. I don't know. Baseball's still going. That's almost over. What's going to happen now that they've all had like seasons in different weird times or is the season's going to start back up sooner next year um, so like they can get back on their normal schedule? What are the sports doing? Baseball's ending on its regular uh, you know, timeline. Oh. Cuz they shorten their season, you see, to okay. 60 games. That was smart. Yeah. Basketball Because if there's one thing I know about baseball, they've always needed to shorten their season. Right. Who, like, after the midway point, who's still paying attention? You've already seen like several hundred games. Yeah, it's it's a long season. I also agree with them shortening their season. Basketball, they're going to start uh, later. Mm, okay. So their schedule has changed. Now what about... And I think hockey is going to change. What about Mutant League football? Mutant League football is right on schedule. Oh, yeah. thank God. They got all the the ghosts and the goblins and mm-hmm. all, the, all mm-hmm. the zombie football players dug up in time. Yeah, and I just want to uh, go out of the way to clarify it. Mm-hmm. The NBA is switch, switching their schedule now, Okay, but the Arch Rivals League, that's also going on as planned <laughs> alongside Mutant League Those football. Guys, they, they wouldn't let code get in the way of things. No. As, as somebody who casually watches the sport of hockey, I got yes. sort of a burr in my saddle about all this, burr? this press that the NBA has gotten over the past few months about how great they did this NBA bubble thing yeah. and how nobody got sick and they pulled it off yeah. and what a great plan it was. And it was like, well, the NHL did the exact same thing. They did the exact same bubble. Nobody got sick. Mm-hmm. They Without incident, completed. Everybody's like, oh, the NBA, the NBA. What the fuck? Quit sucking the NBA's dick. Goddamn media. NBA did it stateside, baby. Yeah, which was stupider. Like, go to a safe country. Why stay in this shithole of a COVID-infested... Oh, man. Saturday night, I was coming home from work. Went through town. 
you know, they do that little like haunted house up at the old jail cell where, uh, old, oh, uh, yeah, what's his fuck, yeah. uh, Dillinger, John Dillinger escaped from Johnny Depp escaped. There had to he have been escaped like escaped from there. 2,000 people just lined up outside that fucking building. Just what? on top of each other. Nary a mask in sight. Like, uh, every cop in the fucking uh, like town is there. Like It's just like the whole town's partying on top of each other. And that, that's a small little piece of property right very there. Very small, just yeah. Just line wrapped around the fucking block and shit. Oof. I drove by that on Oof. my way to, I think, like pick up some Taco Bell or something scummy Ooh, after work. Choice. And I was just like... Ugh, what are you freaks doing with your life? Freaks go about it. No. Came back the other way around. They were still there. Well, no, because I went around the other side oh, of the, the square. Way, it's one yeah. way now. Yeah. The registry, so packed, that scummy dance club. These kids are like butts up to the front window oh. as they're so packed onto that dance floor. Nate. We, it's a wonder people from Indiana aren't allowed to go to Chicago anymore. Yeah, why did that happen? That's so strange. But all their fucking scumbags... From the Chicagoland area mm-hmm. can come flood That's our true. bars. That's, they've been doing it. Yeah. They've been doing it for months. A little tit for tat, I'm going to say now. Back when we were in full-on shutdown, there was people from Illinois all over this town. Yeah. Now they want to shut us out because COVID's been fucking right. conquered and they don't want to acknowledge it. But keep your people out of fucking Sorry, Indiana. Sorry, suckers. Then. I'm Which bringing my d- gross Indiana ass straight into downtown. Goddamn right. I'm going to rub my balls all over the bean. And then when they say, oh, how come you have an Indiana license? Be like, oh, I'm in the process of moving and currently living with my parents. Please don't kick me out. I'm so desperate I've to been in come Illinois somewhere for... that isn't scummy and crawling with infected people. You just lie, and I've been in Illinois it's so for like scary two over months there. now, It's bro. so scary over there. I just don't want to switch my ID until I get a new place of residence. Yeah, I've been couch surfing. Yeah, and you know what? What up? They have to honor that. What are they going to do? Exactly. Fucking little bouncer at a fucking door with... Just a little sliver yeah. of authority. He's not going to tell me. Nothing's going right. Everything's going wrong. They, they all got plans, but none of these plans are coming to fruition. It's all lies, man. Mm. It's all mm. lies. I it's with the fat cats in Washington. I wish I'd just get sick and die already. I'm, I've been sick of traversing all this shit. When am I just going to get sick and die from it? I've been listening to Joe Rogaine and mm-hmm. uh, just looking at lots of internet. And from what I can tell, it's all it's all the fat cats in Washington. Oh, you see, I've been looking at a different internet. Uh, it's been telling me that it's all the deep state is, is, what, is oh. what's going on here. I thought, I thought maybe you found that dark web. The, the, no, the fat cats in Washington are the, oh. the crusaders who are going to protect us. Oh, that's good, from too. From the, the pedophiles in the deep state. So that's long, going on, too. As long as somebody helps us, you know? There's a lot of spooky stuff going on for the Halloween season. Fucking Halloween's on a on a Saturday this year. Yeah, and, and it's And it's daylight saving, so you get an extra hour at the bar. That same night? Yeah. That's exciting in one way, but... But we can't... I, I don't feel... You know, you know, be in another way yeah. responsible Fucking going out. Bars are disgusting. A that sucks. B like Saturday's fun for most people. I'm working fucking second shift service shit. So yeah, that's, that's just true. like, oh, what am I going to do? Come home and like, you know, dress myself up. And uh, it's, it's all I want Halloween off. Halloween okay. should be one of those holidays where everybody gets off. That's fair. So you can just do all the scummy shit you fucking want. Hey, you go to the right party. You might get off. <laughs> hey. Never been to one of those. <laughs> Talking about the whores. You got an address. Dude. Send it to me. It's the Baby Oil and Blow Show. Coming live from Crown Point. Until we get quarantined. 
until then. build a wall around this disgusting, disgusting town. But either way, when they do, we'll still have streaming movies so we can still talk to you about all your favorite Maybe action they might cut the power to the whole thing. Oh. Have you seen Escape from New York? Uh, a lot of times. Once they turn a place in just to a condemned fucking prison area, they don't keep up with services. I don't know, man. It becomes Lord of the Flies. Some of those people seem like... Batman No Man's Land. Some of those people seem like they were having a nice cool. time. Did you ever read that, that series of books when Gotham got decimated by the earthquake? Yeah, is that the one where it got ripped apart or like separated by an earthquake or some shit? Yeah, they basically turned it into Escape from New York and then yeah. like... Everybody turned into like roving gangs. Like there was like the Joker gang, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Batman was just like fighting hordes of gangs. Uh, nice little twist on what Batman usually does for a while there. I didn't read it like because come up with something new. Whenever they do those, like this is gonna sweep over multiple series. Oh yeah. Then I'm always like, I'm checking out. No, you gotta check out the trade I'm paperbacks later because it gives oh, okay. you a nice little bound volume of it. It's, you don't gotta buy like 13 books and try to figure out this one bounces down to this one and. Which is it's funny though because I think. At the mm-hmm. time, I was getting Batman, uh, Nightwing, and uh, Gotham well, City was, PD or whatever. Was the Chuck Dixon era of Nightwing, yeah. possibly. That was that was some good. Nightwing yeah, I was heavy on. into Nightwing at the time, and then uh, then that shit happened, and I read the start of it, and that was just like. I'm out. Ah, it's always what happens. Comic yeah. book companies, I get into something. I yeah. think I'm going to keep reading it. And then you cross it over with yeah. something else. Nah, I don't want to Completely change what it's yeah. doing. Bring in other shit. I'm like, Just give me one I'm fucking out, man. man. Yeah. I'm out. That's why that Catwoman run was great. Until they bring out something with a foil embossed cover. And then I'm like, hell, hell yeah, yeah. That looks oh, cool yeah. as hell. Or maybe. Back re- in comic book yeah. retailers. Re- back in. Relaunch this shit as a first issue and then just you know mm, foil it some up. kind of foil just hologram foil it up, man Ooh, a hologram mm. oh what was that x-men run that was after that everybody died of mutant aids oh x-men 300 i think was or pretty whatever. foiled out and then they came back fucking yeah. things and it was like look at wolverine's bones on this hologram card fatal attraction storyline mm. where magneto pulled all the uh, adamantium out of wolverine's bones yep that one had a hologram on each cover. I was like, you're going to go fucking batch it for this, all you fucking dorks out there. You're going to see this hologram. You're going to fucking yeah. cream your cargo shorts. Hell yeah. I was wearing cargo pants earlier. They were really comfortable. <laughs> what a scumbag. I'm bringing it back. Almost warm here. Bring sure. it back. It's never gone away. It, uh, I'm God, making I it wish stylish. we were in a position to bring that back. I'm making it stylish. It's going to be nice. Yeah, sure you are. It's baby oil and blow. It's action-packed. Bullets Palooza. But also this month it's creepy. Yeah, it's creepy but too. Also it's Not because of too. us, but because of the movies for a change. And a little bit of but us. But mostly Usually us. Usually we pepper in some yeah. inappropriate creepiness. So, you know, we're your host. Toxic masculinity. We're soaked in it. What do you want yeah. from us? Deal it's with it. It's how we it. were raised. Yeah, deal with it. I'm one of your hosts, Matt O. With me as always, he is that weird uh, fucking android that died mm. of mutant aids that was friends to my Doug little Lock? sister of uh iliana rasputin yep yep who is she friends with she was friends with the what was that guy's name it was doug ramsey but then he combined with the alien techno thing and became yeah doug, doug Lock. Lock. yeah well you're the doug Lock to my uh, iliana colossus character you ever. are nate adams ahoy hoy everybody
What do you think about that? I, well, I, I don't like being Doug Locke. He's probably the lamest X-Men. Well, that's not true. Lamest X-Men character up to like the 2000s when they just changed what X-Men is and like just started creating new lame characters. It's oh, basically like let me let me relaunch it then. A standard line. Uh, I am your host, Matt. With me as always, he is the other half of the host. He is the mojo to my long shot. He is Nate. Oh, that's fucking badass. That's cool 90s shit. I'm talking like that that 2010 shit. We're just like, yeah. here's a little fat fly girl. Uh, this is a dude who looks like a chicken. We let Grant Morrison start writing the X Men for some reason. Yeah, that shit was all dumb as hell. Yeah, what a weird old man. Feeling pretty jacked up right now. We got some yeah. coffee old fashions yeah. going right here. Hell yeah. Uh, nice new coffee liqueur I got from the people out at Journeyman Distillery. Local shit. That was nice they of them. They just got a new distribution deal. They're coming nationwide soon. Look out for them. They do good stuff. Did they? I'm did running they fly on Dunkin's. I've what? got this Sunday morning thing where I'm just oh. going to Dunkin's every Sunday morning. Yeah, hell yeah. I love Dunkin', guy. <laughs> what are you talking about? You want to talk real customers? Kid, that's me. I'm like the mayor of Dunkin's. This is the face of Dunkin' Donuts right there. Hey, you can't smoke I'm, in here, man. I'm not, Mark. I'm not smoking You're in smoking here. You're smoking in so here. It's inside. It's coming Yeah, I come down to Dunkin' every day. Grab a Corolla, have an extra large, three parliaments, take a big dump. That's kind of the routine. It's douchebag will move when I'm ready. Got an extra large coffee today. Fucking just been drinking on that. I'm a little bit jittery. Really? Got a classic... Bacon, egg, and cheese on a bagel. Ooh, that's right the best that sandwich there. Feeling like I'm just like a scumbag from New England. Every Sunday morning, it's good. Halloween appropriate. They have a ghost pepper donut going on right yeah, now. Yeah, I saw it. Spooky. It's a little spicy. I hit Dunkin' I got every one. morning. I got one. You hit Dunkin' every morning? Monday through Friday. That's what being a working man's like. Yeah. Truly do. We truly do run on Dunkin'. I only drink That's a, why so many of our obese asses are dying from COVID. I only drink one small cup of coffee a day now. One small cup That's of all coffee? the coffee I drink. See, that's stupid. What's the point of even doing that? I don't know. I just, I still want coffee, but I don't want a lot anymore. I want a lot. I want to destroy my gut. I want to get all jittery because it's better than being fucking zoned out half the day. Uh, I'm there. Okay. I'm at peak jittery right now. Well, good. Good. Which means, like you it. know, we're in that cycle of abuse. I'm going to have to start doing the downers once we get closer to uh, nightfall here. Yeah. I got to start coming down off something. Pick it up, slow it down. Wandering around the town center, begging people for quaaludes. I'm the opposite. I go low to get high. You know me. You got to. You got to. Matt, should we get into our rundown here? Um. Yeah, why not? The movie we're talking about this week is another monster movie because oh. it's the Monster Mash. That's our monthly event for this October. We've been doing men versus monster movies mm-hmm. all goddamn month long. The rundown this week is brought to us by our friends over at Netflix Streaming Service. Oh, as they recently dropped uh, the Hubie Halloween, oh. which I've just been telling anybody which who I will listen. Finally saw. Oh, I'm glad to hear it. It's, that's a it's a real gem. That's a Hubie five Halloween. bullet movie all day. This fucking thing. Twice not only on do I think is is it the best Sandman movie since the Golden Age of Sandman. Barring perhaps that's my boy, which I was going to say, quite enjoyed. which certainly pass. the best since that's my boy mm-hmm. might be a little. But man, is it packed full of just Halloween tricks or treats? Every frame's got like a pumpkin or a yeah. fucking some spooky fog or a werewolf or some trick or treaters or or Sandman making Sandman noises. Sandman making Sandman noises. Always got a thermos full of soup on his hip. Yeah, sometimes three kinds of soups. I'm telling you right now, fucking Steve Buscemi, best work of his career. 
Yeah. By far, best work of his career. He looks like a little old man. Give him the Oscar. What else was released this year? Nothing. I know they got like some stupid Oscar rules about like, oh, if it was only on Netflix, we can't give it an Oscar or whatever. But it's 2020. Nothing came out. You're going to have to change those rules if you even want to have an Oscars. Steve Buscemi for Hoobie Halloween, best supporting actor. I'm calling it right now. Yeah. Calling my shot. We're going to start our... We're going to start... Nice. I see what you did. Mm -hmm. We're going to do our own version of the Oscars. But Ooh. for streaming services only, we call it the Streamies, Ooh, and it's yeah. the golden showers Ooh. of awards. I love it. People are going to just shower gold rooms. onto everybody. It's the Streamies. I'll tell you what, if solid streams. People at Netflix, our sponsors over there, have yeah. half a fucking brain. They're already working on Hubie at the holidays right now. Oh, you want to make some money? You want to get some fucking subscribers? Yeah. You keep this train rolling, man. It, well, you got to milk this cow for all it's worth. Right. You could have old girl from uh, fucking uh, Modern Happy Family. Gilmore and Modern Family. Yeah, yeah Modern Julie Family. Bowen. I knew I couldn't think of the movie. Julie she was Bowen. man. Yeah, she, who looks so much like less of a mom now that she's like old and hot than she did when she was young. And oh, had that 90s well, that mom hair, hair is so bad say, and happy. Happy Gilmore. Gilmore. It's 100% yeah. the 90s mom hair made her look like just like a frumpy mom, yeah. even though she was young. Now she's old as fuck and just like styled like a hot chick. And it's like, she looks hot as fuck. Nate, spoiler alert. She's a grandma in that last season of Modern or uh, Modern Family. That fucking 90s mom hair was the, the worst. worst. What was the going worst. Going on back then. Yeah, but you you have her Catholic sensibilities with uh, the Sandman or fucking Hubie Dubois, Jewish fucking old Jew upbringing. Trying and, to, he's got to figure out Christmas, and he's got to teach those kids about, uh, or they got to teach him about License Christmas to print money. Right it, there, there, boom, free idea Netflix. Although you guys are on top of it, I know you're already on it. Our rundown is of 1999's Deep Blue Sea. This is a film that has a runtime of 105 minutes, maybe about 15 minutes longer than I would have liked it to be. Uh, Nate, I've just been... Try to push for those 90-minute movies. If there's one that absolutely needed to hit it, it was fucking this one. Yeah, I've been actually just studying the band Deep Blue Something all week. Mm, yeah. I've got nothing was, to talk about this hit? movie. And I said, what about Breakfast at Tiffany's? I quite like that song back in the day, and uh, anytime it comes on now, I'm like, you know what? It's a treat. It's a treat. Director of this film. No, wait. We do the budget and the gross. Yeah, let's do it all. Budget. Um, there's some some reports. Some say 60 million. Some say up to 82 million. I'd say 300 million. 300 million, probably. It's all up on the screen too. Yeah. They're hiding fucking things in books. They're they're money laundering on this one. This one had to be expensive. Gross, hundred and sixty-five million. So either way you cut it, this is doubling its fucking budget. This is a success, full success. Makes no if sense. I'm not mistaken, Deep Blue Sea three just came out recently. Yeah, Netflix had it earlier this year. Oh, but you oh, know, wow! Now you had to stream it on Hulu. It's a franchise. We're dealing with the whole franchise. Would you watch it on, friend? I watched it on Hulu. Did you? Which was weird because it kept on like going to commercial breaks. With no, did it have? But there was no commercial breaks, and I was like, "Well, this is annoying, but it's free, so I'm not gonna not watch it this way." I watched about. 40 minutes of it that uh-huh. way, and then was like, I don't know if they're editing out cuss words or anything. 
I'm, I don't think it was edited for content. I'm going to read it. I'm going to just rent it. From what I remember, money. from everything I saw, everything was still in there. It was just whatever chopped up Hulu shit they did to it to try and sell it to their non-ad-free yeah. people. It was still doing that. Well, they'll give you the movies. You can watch them, the shit that's streaming live on their live service. I'm confused now. Yeah. There's too many different services and shit going on. I just gave my money to the nice folks at Apple. Yeah, I'm going to cut mine in there. half again. And Hulu, number one, is that's the first one where I'm just like, oh, I haven't even been in this app for a while. Oh, this no. one's getting the cut. This one's oh, getting the no. fucking cut. That's, that's sad. Director of this film, who's not getting the cut, I'll keep following him as long as he wants to make movies, the man, Rennie Harlan. Oh, typically known as an action director and one of the finest. But uh, he's got some horror movie fucking credentials here since we're talking horror this yep. month of October. He did Nightmare on Elm Street 4. Yeah. He did the Exorcist prequel, Exorcist The Beginning. Oh, did and he, he did possibly the scariest movie of all time, uh, The Adventures of Ford Fairlane. How'd Mr. Rock and Roll Detective boogie his way in here? Anybody? Uh, he uh, discovered the body, sir. Lieutenant Amos, sir. Oh, Fairlane, please confess. I'll do the execution myself. Nice tie, Lieutenant Anus, sir. Are you calling me an asshole, asshole? I'm calling you an anus, anus, but if you prefer... You think you're so hot because you get in all the clubs, huh? Just because you have sex with great-looking women. You think you're so hot just because you broke the Ensenada tape piracy ring. You gotta admit, those are all pretty good reasons. Get the fuck out of here, jerk-off. Jerk-off? You're a jerk-off. That's what I think of you. No, that's what I call you because you are a jerk-off. Jerk-off. Get the fuck out of here. Scary. This guy's kind of a horror legend. Yeah. It doesn't get talked about that way. I don't know why. Yeah. Strange. Stars of Deep Blue Sea. There's a lot of them. This is this is a big blockbuster fucking movie from uh -huh. 1999. We got a stacked cast here. Yeah. Number one, we got Thomas Jane in this film playing oh. the character of Carter Blake. A gruff shark wrangler who's kind of like a pretty boy version of Quint from Jaws, but like a lot, a lot prettier yeah. and a lot younger. Yes. And not really gristled at all. He just no. talks like he is. Yeah. Uh, he was, you want to get goth, you want to get spooky, oh. you want to get dark. He was the character Nemo in The Crow City of Angels. Not familiar. So that's, you haven't seen The Crow City of Angels? No, I haven't. You've got the soundtrack on vinyl though, right? Duh. Yeah, that's a good fucking soundtrack. Also, he was Todd, the, uh, petty coke dealer from Boogie Nights. Todd Parker! Rock Amazing party, man. Fucking chicks everywhere. You bet. Courtesy of Jack Horner, thank you. I wouldn't mind me having a piece of that action right over there. Michelle, I'll introduce you. Sure. I'll introduce you to my lap. <laughs> Did you get off work, man? Don't dance Sunday night. Right. Sped is out on the driveway. Dirk. I'm so jealous. Ah, that shit's jamming, man. Start down low with 350 Q. Three and a quarter horsepower, four speed, four ten gears, ten coats of competition orange, hand rub lacquer with a blue plain manifold, full fucking race cams. Whoa. Yep. Firecracker scene, trying to buy Coke. It's probably the best scene of the 1990s, all films. <sighs> if you're not talking about Roller Girl, I don't follow. Thomas Jane zooted out of his head is just as fun as Roller Girl rolling around all naked. Speaking of chicks who I like to see naked. Saffron Burroughs is in this movie playing Dr. Susan McAllister, 
who is a scientist lady, willing to take whatever shortcut she has to to get things done. And I appreciate that. This actress, maybe not a household name, unless you're a film connoisseur and you fucking know that she played the character of Lieutenant Commander Angel Devereaux in that Freddie Prinze Jr., Matthew Lillard, Wing Commander fucking movie. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. You seen Wing Commander with Freddie Prinze Jr. and Matthew Lillard? I'm a sky captain in the world of tomorrow kind of guy. I didn't remember that this movie existed. This must have been like during one of my blackout years or something. I, I know Freddie Prinze exactly and Matthew Lillard did a Wing of. Commander movie? Yeah. Well, we'll just have to add it to next well, year's I've list. I've got that on my fucking what to watch queue for sure. There you go. Samuel L. Jackson is in this film playing the character of Russell Franklin, who's sort of like the head of a corporation who's funding the shark research facility or Maybe. something. Listen, they had to get Samuel L. Jackson in the movie, and they did it, and it worked out. He worked out. with Rennie Harlan things. on uh, the Kiss the Girls Long Goodbye. And that's right. He was also uh, a little darker, a little more spookier. He that's was, racist. Uh, he was Dream Blind Man, the character Dream Blind Man, in The Exorcist 3. Mm. Keep, things, keep things into The Exorcist franchise mm. there. Also, not quite horror, but kind of spooky. They call him Mr. Glass, Matt. They oh. call him Mr. Glass. Did you see that you're, final you're one? You're doing Shyamalan, like, fucking... You're, it's spooky. It's horror, Jason. Did you see that final one? No, I haven't. I, I think... haven't even seen the one before the final yes, one. Yes, you did. I haven't seen... Wait, is Glass the final one? Glass is the oh, final one. Okay, no, no, okay, then yeah. I have not seen that one. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I saw... I, I think I saw that. <laughs> Maybe? Yeah. Oh, like this I'll year. check it out. I don't remember. That split was... Uh, split was phenomenal. Fun. Trashy fun. Phenomenal. Michael Rappaport is in this motherfucking movie, motherfucker. Michael Rappaport! He's playing Tom Scoggins, who's some sort of like... Blackest bril- character in the engineer film. engineer of some kind, which is a ridiculous stretch. You can try to have Rappaport play a smart guy? I don't think so. No. I agree, though. Yeah, if Bill Clinton was our first black president, Michael Rappaport is definitely the blackest man in this movie. No question. You know him legendarily from being Paul Kirkwood in Beautiful Girls, Mm -hmm. one of my favorite films, Mm -hmm. and also true, true OGs know him as Superboy in Copland. Superboy! We love us some Copland here at Baby Oil and Blow. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. Stellan Skarsgård's creepy old ass is in this film playing the character of Jim Whitlock, a pretentious scientist of some sort who can only be described as being... Stellan Skarsgardian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's playing another Stellan Skarsgard character. I, yeah, to a T. You know him from winning the Fields Medal as Professor Gerald Lambeau in mm. Goodwill Hunting. I brought you in here because I wanted you to help me with the boy. Not to run him out. I know what I'm doing with the boy. I don't care if you have a rapport with the boy. I don't care if you have a few laughs, even at my expense, but don't you dare undermine what I'm trying to do here. Undermine. This boy is at a fragile point right now. I do understand. He is at a fragile point, okay? He's got problems. Well, what problems does he have, Sean? That he's better off as a janitor? That he's better off in jail? Better off hanging out with a bunch of retarded gorillas? Oh, I love Duncan, guy. What are you talking about? Also, you want to talk about The Exorcist The Beginning. Mm-hmm. This guy's worked with Rennie Harlan as well. He was Father Maring in Exorcist The Beginning. What? We got a lot of just, like, tangled web connections here. All these people working in Exorcist movies, working with Rennie Harlan... This had to have been a tight-knit crew. Oh, the best of friends. And you got to if you're going to be filming out in water. I hear that's the worst oh, thing to do if yeah. you're making a movie. Sounds Don't terrible. set it in water. Sounds terrible. Let's wrap things up here by saying that LL Cool J is in this movie mm. as Preacher, the research facility head chef. 
Which yep, it's a character. <laughs> he's got a parrot. He's got a parrot that I think he's fucking. But we'll get into this. Oh boy. You know LL Cool J, horror fans out there, from being Ronnie, the romance novel writing uh, security guard what? in Halloween H two O. Twenty yeah. years later. Yeah. Also, if you're a fucking music fan, you know him as being the genius who brought us the hit song "Big Old Butt," which mm. is a personal favorite of mine. Mm. Tagline. That's why I'm of telling Deep Blue you. Sea. Bigger, smarter, faster, meaner. That's all in caps, all with periods after every word, so you know that they're serious. I like it. Plot of this film. Let's get into it. It's it's a serious one. Please explain it to me. But put your thinking cap on, open up your ears as I Jerky. read this thing. Researchers on the undersea lab Aquatica have genetically altered the brains of captive sharks okay. to develop a cure for Alzheimer's disease. But there's an unexpected side effect. The sharks got smarter, faster, and more dangerous. After a big storm damages their remote research facility, they must fight for their lives. Which pronouns, the sharks don't have to fight for their lives. The people have to fight for their lives against the sharks. Yeah. It's Deep Blue Sea. Let's move into fucking bullet points here. Matt, what's your first fucking bullet point? As we're digging through your goddamn notes. Nate, mm-hmm. if this boat's a-rockin', don't come a-knockin'. That's your first bullet point? Yeah. Mine was jerk-offs on a boat, so we're pretty close. Yeah, yeah. Pretty close here. Yeah. This starts like feeling like this is going to be a straightforward horror movie, where yeah. there's just like some like uh, catalog models making out out on a yacht somewhere. The worst kind of white people that were in every late 90s, yes. early aughts yes. film. Yes, but there's like some terrible like R&B playing on a boombox, yeah. so you can instantly be like, oh, this is... If I didn't know from looking at these people, this is late 90s, early 2000s. Yes. For fucking sure. Probably some shitty fucking horror movie. Maybe Platinum Dunes? I don't know. Maybe. And then it'd be like, no, no, actually, it's a Rennie Harlan movie. And you'd be like, oh, okay, okay. Oh, respect. I get it. I get it. I respect. That's what you'd say. Yeah, but these idiot fucking kids are out partying on a boat. Like, there's some... It's It seems ominous, though. It's like, this isn't just a party movie. Something bad's gonna happen yeah. to these kids. And they, like, linger on the boombox that's playing the music. So I'm like, what's happening here? Are these sharks so smart they have good taste in music? And we're being led to believe they're going to come kill Could these be. kids just because they hate this shitty R&B. Oh, oh God, what is this? Oh, we got to kill these kids. Like, I don't, we don't get a scene where it chomps the boombox or something, but it seemed like they were setting us up for it, the establishing yeah. shots they were giving us. They were also setting us up for titty and under-delivered here. Yeah, under-delivered this whole movie. Like, they keep being, like, scandalous in the way that they just, like, show off yeah. people's bodies, but they don't actually get anybody stripped down past underwear and it's like it's stupid well, what's, the, what's the point even if you're not gonna like get fucking gross and like whip out body parts yeah. then like don't even go there like why even pretend like you're going there yeah but this is the thing in the late 90s and early 2000s when they just like all that gratuitous eight nudity of the 80s was just like fucking gone for good this is like at this point it's just gone for good if i if i was Man, making this movie dark times tell me about it what i would have been do? like i'd be like Oh, bro, I'm making this crazy, like, thriller horror movie with crazy smart sharks. Somebody's getting a titty bit off. Yeah. Mm. Which I guess, yeah, fucking Piranha 3D brought back the classic getting titties out exploitation shit. And, like, to great effect, I thought. Mm -hmm. That movie, wildly entertaining. Seems like it would have kicked off a whole other rash of just, like, gore, titty, exploitation stuff. But it didn't. No. Say la vie. 
But yeah, a shark comes and it busts up through the bottom of their fucking boat, destroys their whole boat. All these idiot kids go fucking falling off the boat. Yeah. They're trying to swim. There's nowhere to go. Sharks coming at them. That's what fucking, they're, they're making dumb noises. Just, just a second before the shark fucking opens its jaws oh, and no. snatches the first kid. A fucking, you think they're doomed? Uh, yeah. This is gonna be a classic like opening scene to Jaws thing where a shark murders somebody and like it establishes there's a murderous shark right out, out there. the gate. Nay, nay, they flipped the script on you. Rennie Harlan's smarter than that. He's going Ooh. to play into your expectations, and then he's going to subvert them to right. bring you something new. This is the guy that brought you fucking cliffhanger. Yeah, this is, ain't no fucking joke. No. No bullets, bitch. Mm-mm. What should happen but old badass Thomas Jane shows up right at the last minute, harpoons the fuck out of the shark right before it bites one of these kids. Yeah. Shark's like, ugh, ugh, I hate being harpooned. He's like... Don't worry about it. I got a second harpoon. Harpoons him a second time. Badass fucking shark wrangler right here. Thomas Jane looking blonde as fuck. Now I'm going to mug for the fucking camera. So I was like, does he have sun in in his hair? As I was thinking as he's mugging. How much sun in did they put in his hair before he did this one? More than Hubie Halloween had. Oh, man. Hubie's got that sort of like, are we going to call it some some orange lowlights? I don't know. I'm not a hairdresser, but... Usually, Sandler just uh, rolls out of bed and shows up wearing whatever he was already wearing to yeah. these fucking movie sets. He had he had them style his hair for this one. Yeah, you could tell that they were just putting in like a little extra work. Everybody putting in a little right. extra work for this one goes Paid a off. long way. Went it goes a long way. The longest way. The longest way. The next scene here, we get some bird, and she's all like, "Hey." Oh. I'm here Woman, to meet I was going to say, we don't meet the bird yet. No, 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 some British bird. You're using British slang on yeah. me. And she's all like, hey, I'm here for a thing. And they're all like, well, here's Sam Jackson. And yeah. then he's all like, I'm also here for a thing. And then she's all like, well, I disagree with your thing. And he's all like, hmm, you Listen, disagreed. we can flesh this out a little bit because she can slams you? a newspaper on okay. the table. And the broad headline is... Test shark escapes. Oh, okay. So we learned that this was a test shark of some sort. It wasn't just a normal shark. I put none of that together. It wasn't a street shark. Okay. It was a test shark, my man. Duh, it was in the water. Of course it wasn't a street shark. And then he's all like, we can't have our test sharks escaping. I'm Samuel L. Jackson. I'm in charge of all the testing. This is going to make me look bad. We got to shut it down. Oh, okay. But then she's like, we're trying to cure Alzheimer's here, Samuel L. Jackson. Have you ever seen Alzheimer's? And he's like, no, i never seen that Alzheimer's. Like, what goes on? She's like, my dad had it, motherfucker. And it's some serious shit. So I'm telling you right now, we're keeping this test thing open. I don't care if we're creating super sharks that are getting loose and attacking jerk-off fucking rich kids on yeah. their parents' yachts. It's got to move forward. It's, it's got for the to. greater good. It's got to. You got to crack some eggs to make an omelet. And then, uh... We're establishing stakes here. Samuel L. Jackson's like, you gotta take me to this research facility. You gotta sell me that this shit's really gonna pay off, or I'm shutting it fucking down. Okay, that and makes much more sense. Like, Motherfucker! Yeah. This is what he does. It's, people Shut love it. the fucking lab down! People love it when he does stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Important stuff going on there, but I understand. Okay. It is just a boring scene of a British woman talking in yeah. a in an office... Who's going to pay attention to that? I think I was lost here because I was like, who accidentally put this 
unremarkable woman in this movie. Unremarkable, yes. fucking gorgeous woman with a British accent. No. She's exotic. No, does nothing for me. Nothing for you? No. What are you looking for? Curves. Oh, you're looking for like one of those like uh, fun bottom heavy cholas, maybe. I like fun. <laughs> like, shouldn't be, shouldn't be yeah. thing. Apparently, somebody's not seeing Wing Commander. Did not come into this movie already set up to be a fan of Saffron Meadows or whatever the fuck this chick's name is. Rail thin. Pasty white women from Europe oh, with come on. boring voices. Europe, and, she's from the UK. And shitty hair. That's Europe, ain't it? She sounds smart as hell. Shitty hair? Yeah, I what didn't did care her hair for look her hair. like? I don't even remember. She, she had, had hair? She had like a series of curls that just wasn't cooperating. She wasn't doing She's not a it. fucking Dynamire wild, no. wild curls, which we appreciated last week. I'll she's take that kind curls. of white over got this shitty one curls any this day. Week. Any day. Before you know it, we're on this research facility, this giant floating research facility. It's fucking like land a chopper on it or something, probably. Oh, it's There's the very, a lot of money being spent in this movie. It's the very next scene, and uh, the British chick and Sam Jackson are best friends now. Yeah, you got to be. Also. Very, which I wrote down as like thing right next. A, there's no way her little speech would have ever like convinced a board of a big no. corporation or something not to shut down a research yeah. lab. Unless she was just like hot as balls. Right. Luckily, is just She's like not. a hot chick. So Samuel Jackson's like, you know what? Me and this white woman, I'm going to play this thing out. I'm going to see how this goes. I'm going to hear her out. He should have held out for a hotter white woman, I thought. No, I don't think there is a hotter woman in 1999. <sighs> she just, just caught the world on fire. Everybody was like, British chick from Deep Blue Sea. I got posters of her on my walls. I don't know. Just feel like there's a big old twelve foot tiger shark also that's just arrived. At oh this yeah, facility, and this is where we get some more Thomas Jane's a badass thing because mm. they're like this shark's big and angry and tough, and he's like, "There's a license plate in its mouth. Watch this cool trick I do: dive in the water with the shark, do like a jack move where it tries to bite me, but I twirl around and grab its fin, and then I'm riding it like those fucking people ride dolphins at fucking Sea World and shit." And he's like, before they get raped, digging around and like pulls the license plate out of its mouth like mm -hmm. he's fucking Steve Irwin or something. Yep. Pops out and everybody's like, holy shit, Thomas Jane, that was the most badass shit I've ever seen You're somebody do. You're such a do. cool guy. You'll be in you all the be movies. the white hero of this movie who's going to survive to the end. Yeah. And he's like, clearly I am. Thank yes. you. Thank you for recognizing that. And I will go on to be in all the films. He's not working anymore, is he? When's the last time we've seen a Thomas Jane oh. film? He, man, he had a run in the 2000s. He did. People uh, liked that history of violence a lot. He's not in that. Who's in that one? That's uh, Vigo. Vigo's in that one. I Thomas, think I get those two confused a lot. Thomas Jane's big movies were this, The Punisher, mm. and uh, The Fog, or The Mist. One and, of the two. And who was that guy who starred in Almost Famous, who they tried to make a big actor at the same time? Starting almost famous, Billy Crudup. Yes, Billy Crudup, Thomas Billy Crudup's Jane, Vigo Mortensen, all these white guys. They tried to break at the same time, and I'm like, I don't know which one is which. Ever, I would take the fucking or, ever. I will take Billy Crudup out of that list of three dudes, uh -huh. and I will raise you a uh, guy that plays Harvey Dent in that Batman movie. That's not one of these guys. No, who's that guy? Uh, the white guy. He's in Thank You for Smoking. Oh, God. He's got a big old 
butt chin. He does have a butt chin. Looks a lot like Thomas Jane. Oh, he looks a lot like Viggo Mortensen. Yeah, yeah. Those three guys. They're all different That's, guys. I, allegedly. They really had a look they were pushing back in the 2000s. Yeah. Uh, fucking what else is going on? Uh, oh, he gets the license plate out. It's the same license, license plate, plate from Jaws. It's a little fucking, we're making a lot of Jaws references here, which really stuck in people's craws once we get to the Judgment Day segment of this podcast. Uh-oh. And uh, they put that one, like... Uh, Aaron Eckhart. Aaron Eckhart is a different guy? That's a different guy. Fuck. Allegedly. They put out like one, like or maybe just like two or three, probably TV ads for this. That was like one critic says that it's a better shark movie than Jaws, and that really stuck in a lot of people's craws because I had to wade through like three hundred reviews, just like let me tell you why this is not as good as Jaws. And I was like, let the Jaws thing go, people. Bro, we saw the movie, we get it. It literally has nothing to do other than a couple like nods to Jaws, structurally, tonally, fucking anything to do with Jaws. You want to get mad about it ripping off movies, I'll get to that a little later. There's a lot of Jurassic Park going on. Jurassic Park. Uh, That's for for sure. Um, A World of Gliding Monsters. I've got that. That's the short-haired blonde girl is uh, talking about the sharks a lot here. Oh. She 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 describes their research facility as a world of gliding monsters. Jan. And then we're just meeting more characters. She's a real bad actress. Yeah, I don't know who she is. Didn't bother to look up her name. She's like the one main character who I didn't know and was like, I'm not even going to bother to being her fucking blonde chick from... I'm doing thorough work here, but not that thorough. She was in uh, Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza Place. <laughs> That's not true. Probably. She's not problematic not enough true. to be on that film. Uh, but meeting more characters is basically like the next yeah. little chunk of this movie. First thing you got to know is Michael Rappaport is in this movie. Michael Rappaport. And he's got a disgusting red goatee. He sure does. And he's wearing cargo shorts. He sure is. And he's just the fucking best. Yep. He's the heart and soul of the film. Lady who played Tony's sister from The Sopranos is here playing some sort of party animal. But she only shows up for like two scenes. Nate, we've already covered her on Baby Oil and Blow. What was she in that we've uh, talked about? She's one of the chubby chicks that wants to rape a passed out Wesley Willis oh, yes. or Wesley Willis, Wesley Snipes, Wesley Snipes and, and Money uh, Train. Money Train. When her right. and her fat friend are like, Second "Ooh, girl, here of her, yeah." So take them home and sex them up. She's starting to become a baby wind blow regular. Who would have guessed? Yeah. Um, we meet Doctor Gerald Lambeau, aka Stellan Skarsgård, who's just like growling Stellan Skarsgård lines. Uh, LL Cool J's here. We learn, we learn that he's the chef, and we learn that he has a very strange relationship Ooh. with a pet parrot Ooh. who lives in the kitchen where he cooks. We're going to talk about that right now? <sighs> Let's get into it, man. Yeah. The parrot keeps on, like, I think sexually harassing him, telling yeah. him what a big fat buddy has. Yeah. And then LL's, like, feeding it, like, whipped cream off yeah. his, like, fingers but he's like cooing at it and doing like a bunch of dirty talk or something while it's happening can you fuck a parrot it seems like he's fucking this parrot i know it probably gets lonely out there on this research facility or whatever but you can't fuck a parrot that's got to be physically impossible we used to have a guy that would come to jail a lot because he would fuck chickens and he would come to jail a lot because he would fuck chickens or he would come to jail a lot and also it was known that he fucked chickens the latter what was he coming in for what was the crime? <laughs> Fucking chickens. Oh, oh I see. Oh, oh the, 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 I'm sorry, so the, the first former. thing, the former, the former, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
the it was longer ago. So what was going on? Were farmers like calling the cops on him? Mm-hmm. How do you get in trouble for this? Yeah, he doesn't have his caught. own chickens. He's he's breaking into breaking he, into chicken he, farms. He famously got caught at a hotel fucking a chicken to death. He took a chicken to the hotel. Yeah. Or was it the Rottweiler that he fucked to death at a hotel? How do you fuck a Rottweiler? Rottweiler bite your dick off. And then I think the last time I saw him was because he fucked somebody's horse in town. And then uh, well, that's just impressive. You got to get a step stool or something yeah. to fucking pull that one off. Oh, and he was a short guy, Nate. Oh my god! Uh, the last time he was, he was fucking, in jail, he wasn't just eating horse ass. No, he he was in there. He was wow. he was writing the judge uh, trying to get chemical castration. Okay, because he was like, this yeah, this isn't working for me. I'm I'm on the same page as him. Yeah, there's a lot of things me and him probably don't agree with. Chemically castrating him, one hundred percent. What's the holdup here? Why can't we get this done? Uh, we're in God's country, sir. Oh, Jesus Christ. What's this fellow's name first and last? <laughs> I'll tell you off air. Okay. <laughs> sharks are getting smarter. That's my next fucking bullet point here. Yeah. These sharks are getting smart, yeah. Matt. Oh, also, Punisher's on parole, so he alleged at some point. Really? Is that why he's out here fucking working on this research? Facility? Yeah, I didn't yeah. Catch when they're doing part. the meet and greet, he's like, blah 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 blah. It works out. They let me work out here, or they let me work here, which coincides with my parole. There's no chickens on the open sea, so I can't get myself into yeah. any trouble out here. No, 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 no. LL Cool J wants to. Oh, to, to fuck the birds. I just thought maybe there was multiple characters. Who knows? No, Tom. Well, yeah, Thomas Jane never told us what he went. Maybe to whoever the... wrote this thing has a has a kink. I don't know. Heart wants what the heart wants. It's true. Uh, but yeah, the sharks, this tiger shark that he got the fucking license plate out of the mouth of, they hunt him down like a pack of fucking wolves. Yeah. They're like triple teaming him and killing this other shark. Thomas Jane's like, what the fuck's going on? Sharks don't hunt in packs. Yep. Something's weird here. He's he just, down there. Then he just lets it go. In this weird little like cage tunnel thing they got under the water. They start attacking him from both fucking sides of it. He's freaking out. He pulls out his harpoon gun. They bolt. They recognize what a harpoon yeah. gun is. And he's like, sharks shouldn't know what a fucking gun is. Sharks ain't that smart. They got little fucking dinosaur brains. Yep. The sharks are getting smarter. They're doing uncharacteristic shark shit. Plus, also, as short hair blonde chick tells us, when they fucking bolt away from that the gun when he pulls it, sharks can't swim backwards. No. So, apparently that's not a physical limitation of theirs. It's just because their brains won't allow them to do it. I yeah. Look, they already Listen, did the CGI. They I'm couldn't saying, throw it away, all right? I don't really I don't really know if they did a lot of research about sharks when they were putting this movie together. Damn. From, you know, on any level of the production of this film, I was never 100% sure how much anybody involved in this movie actually knew about sharks. They had to scrap that whole plan where they were like, we just got to take their teeth out because if you get rid of their teeth, they can't grow oh. more teeth. Oh, yeah, that's... Famously, any any eight-year-old boy will tell you that's not true. They're always growing new teeth. Duh. You ever have a shark's tooth necklace when you were a kid? No. Man, I'd I get wish. one like every time I'd go to Florida or something. Just be you, like, I'm not leaving this state without buying a fucking shark's tooth necklace. I'll tell you that right now. Well, you know, my parents kept me out of Florida until I was like 13. Wise, wise decision. Yeah. However, you still somehow came out scummy. So Yeah. I don't know. Plus, like, uh, uh, where would you have been if you were hanging out in Florida, though? I don't know. You think my mom would have trusted me with a shark tooth around either of my brothers? Oh, yeah. That would have went in Dave's eye or something. Oh, yeah. He'd be like an eye-patched accountant. At this oh, point. That'd, be that'd be cool if Dave had a bitchin' like, shark tooth scar somewhere on his body because yeah. I stabbed him. Uh-huh. 
make more sense why he was able to pull like a tough as nails Eastern European woman if he had like a big fucking shark tooth scar on his face. Yeah. Uh, fucking, we get a new thing here where Samuel Jackson's got to see if their fucking little experiment works. So Thomas Jane's got to trank this fucking shark. He does some sweet free diving shit where he like makes himself bait and the shark's coming. Then he tranks the shark. Yep. They pull it up out of the tank up into their fucking research lab so that British bitch can like drill into its brain and extract some like brown goo from inside of its brain. I've get written right here. Stupid reveal. <laughs> like, they're really proud of showing you this shark out of water. Yeah, and then they're, like, putting the shark brain goop onto, I think, like, human brain goop. And yep. they're like, is the human brain going to start firing, firing synapses. synapses again? Oh, my God, it's working. Full success. We've cured Alzheimer's disease. The end. It's clear now. Very happy. Except the shark that's supposed to be tranked comes back to life out of nowhere and bites off Stellan Skarsgård's arm. He's screaming. There's blood everywhere. People are freaking the fuck out. Thomas Jane goes and grabs out his big harpoon gun. He's going to fucking shoot this thing in the brain. But a British chick is like, ooh, that's my my baby. This is my research fucking thing going on here. I can't let you kill it. She hits the button to like lower it back into the tank and let it escape. Big mistake, bitch. Now you all got to die for yeah. the rest of this fucking movie. Right. You would have just let Thomas Jane shoot this thing in the brain. We would have been out of here. Also, this is where the entire movie switches to slow motion. Yeah, everything's happening in slow motion once the arm's bitten off. And like, there's not even anything going on over the soundtrack. So it's just silent and yeah. slow-mo. And you're just like, yeah, okay. Maybe speed things up and we can get this thing down to a 90-minute movie like it was supposed to be. It could have been. But uh, they fucking, they call for some medics because we got to get Dr. Gerald Lambeau out of here. Problem is, there's a big storm raging outside. The chopper's coming in, but it's slow going. They fucking, they they strap him to a backboard. They're trying to winch him up into the helo. Into the helo. The winch gets stuck. They're having all sorts of problems because of this nasty weather. Mm -hmm. Eventually, the fucking winch gives out. He fucking falls all the way down into the fucking drink, splashes into the drink. Where the sharks are, Matt? Oh, no. The sharks that we've established that are smarter than normal sharks. The sharks are smarter than normal sharks. They're as smart as humans. Oh, no. Which I think is a very important distinction here okay when you're talking horror movies you're talking subgenres you're talking monster movies i consider this to be a monster movie and not a when animals attack movie oh no they're genetically modified because they're genetically modified to be as smart as humans yeah that officially makes them monsters in my eyes and not just like a man versus nature type film correct Okay, I'm glad we're on the same page there. I'm glad we cleared that thing Wholeheartedly. Up. I don't want any fucking emails being like, yeah. oh, it's supposed to be all monster movies. Sharks aren't monsters. No. I watch Shark Week. They're a noble creature. Not these ones. No, they made monsters. They're as smart as humans, and humans are scumbags. Yes. We've got scumbag sharks here, which this scene's fucking awesome because the sharks grab hold of fucking Skarsgård. They're dragging him around. Right. He's still attached to the fucking chopper with the cable, so they start dragging the chopper around. These are some strong fucking sharks, man. Yep. They're strong. Uh, They start dragging the chopper around, and unfortunately, uh, one of the pilots is Ernie from the George Lopez show. 
Oh, it was oh, just yeah. a delight. Uh, <laughs> did not notice that because I've never seen an episode of huh. the George Lopez show. Let's uh, do our little thing here. How many episodes would you say roughly that you've seen of the George Lopez show? Oh, conservatively, 85% of the series. 85% of the series. Okay. And uh, tell me tell me about Ernie. What sort of relationship does he have with George Lopez? Ernie is George's best friend from childhood. They work in the factory together. They went to mm-hmm. school together. Okay, yeah. There's a lot of great uh, like scenes a, throughout the series. It's like a Roseanne-esque setup here. Yeah. There's a show about the working man. Yep. There's a lot of great uh, scenes where George and Ernie are back in school, like they're showing flashbacks to when they were little kids. And it's just hilariously their heads superimposed onto little kids' bodies. That's a great bit. Oh, the best, man. Gonna have to, gonna have to fire up some George Lopez yeah, show, maybe. Show's got legs, buddy. Uh, things start exploding. Yeah. The chopper gets pulled into the research lab. Yeah. Building blows up. In slow More things motion. blow up. I think there's maybe like a seaplane that blows up. There's just like a lot of things blowing up. Yeah. Huge explosions. Tankers of gas all just blowing up. Motion. Big fucking balls of fire. It all looks pretty cool. It's all happening in slow motion. Yeah. The scene where we're establishing that the research facility is now blowing up goes on for a good four minutes, I'm going to say. Roughly. At at least four minutes. At least. I like explosions. Whatever. It's cool. All the people down in the lab area, which is like under the surface of the water, are like jostled around. What's this explosion? Mm -hmm. LL Cool J is alone in the kitchen, but he's also jostled like, what's this fucking explosion? Things keep exploding. Then it settles down. And they're like, ooh. That seemed pretty Glad big. Glad that's over. Whatever that was. Now let's just like chill out here for a while. Sharks have different ideas. Right. Turns out they have not eaten Stellan Skarsgård. Oh, no. They're just toying with him. Oh, Jesus. Down below the water. The one shark rolls up with his fucking backboard in his mouth to their little window where they can see out. And it's like, to the walls? Check this out, motherfuckers. Fucking sweat's dripping down my shark balls. You're about to get fucking some sweat dripping down your brows because shit's going crazy. Yeah. Chucks the fucking... uh. This is underwater, mind you. Correct. Shark throws Stellan Skarsgård yeah. with enough force underwater into their fucking, which I'm sure has to be very, very thick, very yeah. fucking bulletproof glass, sticks the backboard into the fucking glass, shattering it. Water is just pouring into the fucking research facility. No, no Nate, it's not. There's a good like minute okay. where the window keeps spidering and shattering That's true. when those assholes could have get it out of there, but I got it. They're, they're they're fucking standing there and they watch the glass break. Mm-hmm. They just fucking stand there, Nate, That's right. and they watch the glass. They called me Mr. Glass. But yeah, also there's very little like uh, reaction to it. No, until, like it's all which makes me think like they didn't know what they were acting against. These are just people in front of a green screen, and it wasn't quite clear how. Because I don't know. I think with physics, pretty much once there's Ah, spider crack, like all the water comes in at once. You don't get a drawn out one minute thing. You'd think. So probably when they're acting like this, they weren't being directed to act like things were happening. But then when the effects were put in later, whoever was doing that was on a completely different page. Yeah. That's the person who was shooting the actors when that was being shot. Yeah. This is maybe, I don't know, maybe a language barrier. You know, Rennie Harlan, he's, he's... Doesn't know English that well, I wouldn't yeah. imagine. Well, it's weird because he's usually known for making such good movies, and uh, <laughs> it just seemed out of place to me. Listen, I don't want you throwing around judgment about this movie. We're not in judgment day right That's now. That's fair. Deep Blue Sea, fine film. Fine, fine film. Fine film. Grass, uh, break, grass, glass breaks 
In slow motion. In slow motion. Okay, now water's pouring in. Everybody's finally fucking running. Yeah. Uh, there's sparks flying off of equipment. Right. All this is in slow-mo. The running's in slow-mo. Correct. The water pouring in is Correct. in slow-mo. <laughs> fucking uh, LL Cool J is just like, I'm hearing more fucking chaos. I'm just going to start pounding this bottle of cooking sherry. Yeah. Because if I'm going to die, I'm going out slightly buzzed up. I support him. Appreciate that decision 100%. Thomas Jane does some s- explaining to us. He's like, the, the stairway to the surface is blocked. If we're going to do anything. We're going to have to go through the bottom of the facility to and then get to take the, the one-man sub. We can two people together to sub to the... To, that doesn't this end up happening. This would be my chance to like, stick a finger in the British bird. The sub gets destroyed and shit. So th- at yeah. this point, this, the rest of this movie is just them trying to figure out how to get places, but whatever they need to get through is broken, so yeah. they can't do that, and they can't get it there. But the good news is they do possess the ability to shut doors against thousands of pounds of pressure from the this entire fucking sea. a lot throughout the film. This is another thing where you're going to have to be like, whew, deep blue sea... I see we're playing by deep blue sea physics here. Okay, okay, I'll accept it. I'll accept what's going on. This movie, from like scene to scene, like what people are capable of giving pressure and water is completely different. How big the sharks are is completely different. If we need them to like get through a little door and like get into a room, they're tiny and can do it. If we need them to be like big enough to break through gigantic walls, suddenly they're the size of a Mac fucking truck. Scene to scene, whatever they need to be happening in that scene. The consistency is out the window. They don't give a fuck. Speaking of consistency, they do not give a fuck. We also find out fairly quickly that parrots can change size when they fly down uh, hallways uh, underwater by themselves. Yeah, we get a, we get a, a sequence here where LL's like looking for his fucking bird. Like, bird, where are you, bird? Where are you, bird? Like at first, I was like, is is the bird's name Bert? Is he saying Bert? And then it's like, no, he's saying bird. Bird's like saying things around corners. And like, this isn't just like in a casual atmosphere. He's like in waist deep water. Like this whole facility he's on in the middle of the ocean is clearly very like rapidly flooding. And he's still looking for this fucking bird. He had to be fucking this bird. Yeah. Because like he's not even mad at it for running off. He's just like, oh, come on. It's weird. Come on. His, his whole character, he starts to get way religious out of nowhere yeah. later. Like, we're introduced to him, like, being a bird pervert, but then it's like, no, I'm like a no, religious a guy. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of feel like the first draft of this script did not have this character in it. And, no. like, at some point, there was like, hey, we can get a famous rapper. That's another demographic who wouldn't normally see this movie. He'll do a famous Stick rap later. LL Cool J in this movie. However, the fuck you got to do it. Get him. Uh, yeah, but we're cutting back and forth from like LL being like, gotta look for my fucking bird to Samuel L. Jackson being like the outsider character who's like, what's going on here? Explain to me in the audience everything that's happening and where we are and who these sharks are and et cetera, et cetera. I don't get it. Yeah, it's, it's the regroup, the classic regroup mm-hmm. scene. Like something terrible has gone wrong and it's completely derailed what the projection of this movie was going to be. And now it's a, it's a crazy action horror adventure why have we gotten here regroup our second big character after Stellan Skarsgård bites it here this is this is when the bird gets eaten oh god like 
LL's back in the kitchen. Shark's in the kitchen somehow, even though Reaver established that it was an 8,000-pound shark. Yeah. Somehow it's gotten through the doorway. Correct. (laughs) Into the fucking, down the halls, through the doorway, into the fucking kitchen. Yep. Pops out of water nowhere, eats the fucking bird. LL hides in like a big pizza oven. Shark's trying to bite through the door of the pizza oven. Starts the oven. Shark starts the fucking oven. We got, it's filling up with gas. LL's a fighter, we're going to learn. He hatchets his way through the top of this oven. Yep. Gets out of it. I think. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> well, that's right. He op- yeah, he gets up and out. and then It's like a d- double-decker oven. He hatchets through the, like, the yeah. walls in between the two levels, opens the door of the top level, dives out, swims past the shark. Love that. Looks back, sees there's gas pouring around where this shark is that's still yeah. trying to bite into the oven, pulls out a Zippo lighter, and it's just like... You ate my bird. Throws the Zippo lighter. Yep. Ignites the gas. Explodes the shark. But not him. We start off with three sharks that are as smart as humans. We're down to two sharks now. Ooh. This is like Tremors. They start off with three. We're going to casually kill a few throughout the, the, the story as it goes along here. Yes. One shark down. Three gotta, to two. You got to keep that up on your, on your scoreboard here. The humans are uh, down one and so are the sharks. At this point, we learn that... The British chick admits that she did illegal genetic modifying to these sharks' brains, making their brains really big, making them sharks that are as smart as humans. Major League Baseball did the same thing in, like, 97, and we were all better for it. A couple people had to go down as scapegoats. Who cares? There's an asterisk on a couple of Hall of Fame fucking statistics, whatever. No one's going to care if they hang an asterisk next to... Uh, we cured Alzheimer's. I'm going to tell you who cares. A uh, short-haired blonde chick who's uh, starting to get very, very catty with British chick. Felt like we were building to a big cat fight here. She keeps on like calling her a dumb bitch and shit. She's very mad that it, she made all this stuff happen. It makes her acting better when she's like angry as opposed to just like, let me tell you about this place. Yeah, I, I, I was getting excited for uh, the, the impending cat fight, but mm-hmm. it doesn't happen. You did a cat fight. <laughs> There's a fucking. Oof. We're at the we're at the famous Samuel Jackson monologue scene. Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Where we're down at like the little pool at the bowels of the research facility that somehow because of like science that I don't understand is like pressurized so there can be a pool that like goes out to the rest of the ocean but it doesn't fill up into this. I know this thing is possible. I know you can like get under a canoe and whatever yeah. and breathe. I just for the life of my ignorant ass don't understand the science here. Of, of what? Wait, what was the, the? I was looking at my notes. What, what are you? I'm just talking about how the scene where Samuel Jackson's giving his monologue. That's yeah. the little pool. Yeah. It's like the way out into the ocean. Yeah. I don't know how water is just not pouring in through that thing into the thing. I don't oh. know how there can be an yeah. underwater pocket of air or whatever that you can. I know it exists. I know yeah. this is real science here. Right. This isn't just dumb science. Pressure. Shit. It has to do with pressure. Cabin pressure. Too stupid to understand it. All has to do with air pressure. But probably the most famous scene of the movie here. It's fucking classic comedic timing. Samuel Jackson standing next to this pool. He's giving a big dramatic speech about how we're all going to come together. We're going to fucking beef smarter than the sharks. He's like, you want to know who the real monster is? Ice. You're thinking fucking. Would we turn into a Dog the Bounty Hunter episode or something here? He's worried about people on ice. Ice 
No, they just have to shoehorn in that stupid storyline about how he saved a bunch of people on a mountain, but yeah. they actually really killed each other, See, and he's not as much of a hero as he seems. feels like you're building up to him being the hero of the movie, because he's Samuel L. Jackson, he's the most famous guy. You keep hearing that he like did some shit under pressure on some doomed mountain under climbing pressure. trip. Music's swelling, we're doing a very dramatic yeah. slow pull-in to his inspiring words. Boom, computer shark pops up out of nowhere and bites in the fucking half. He's screaming. Everybody's screaming. Yeah. It's great, great comedic timing. And it looks terrible. It looks the worst. Yeah. Uh, the sharks tend to look okay when they're like swimming underwater in this film. Correct. Anytime they have to pop up out of the water and do something, they instantly look worse than anything you've ever seen. They look less real than the 3D shark that jumps out and almost bites Marty McFly <laughs> in Back to the Future 2. Uh, I'd say they're on par. Okay. I'd say, I'd say they're very similar. I'll allow it. Yeah, people are freaking out. They're screaming. Michael Rappaport's like, he loses it. I ain't swimming in that fucking thing. I'm going to open this pressurized door and climb up this fucking stair, the fucking ladder. Hell yeah. And hope that that doesn't just kill us all. Because if it's been breached, that'll instantly kill us all. They're freaked out. They're yelling. Rappaport is just like can't even function after he sees SLJ go. So Thomas Jane has to talk him down by saying yeah. some science stuff because he's a science guy. He's like, yeah. tell me the science of yeah. what might happen, blah, yeah. blah, blah. So you already know the answers, friend. No he's reason like the will hunting of this movie. He's got a science mind, Michael Rappaport. Which this one works. of them it snaps him right Which out one of them it. cleans shitters for a living? That would be Michael Rappaport in real life, Will Hunting in the film. I don't know exactly what we're asking. Okay, which one's played by Robin Williams? All of them? Oh, Robin Williams is, is unfortunately deceased. Now I'm Did he get lost. eaten by now a shark? Lost. Famously, yes. Him and John Candy. No, his head was bitten off by a bear. Oh, that's they right. They were filming the opening that's of Camp right. Candy. Yeah. Now we're way in the weeds. Hey, kids, now we're way in the weeds. stick my head in this kid or bear's mouth? They open up the pressurized hatch after they take Rappaport out of his fucking, like, autism coma. Yep. Uh, things aren't great in there. They gotta try to climb fast. This is where we start heavily ripping off Alien Resurrection. There's some stuff going on. We've all, <laughs> we're, we're, we're just climbing through a lot of passageways and service fucking... Yeah, yes. Yeah. It's, that is most of Alien Resurrection. This whole middle of the movie is just Alien Resurrection. Thomas Jane somehow saves them by, like staying behind and swimming as the water is leaking in and like once again closing a door behind him. Yeah, he like crosses it. over to a different stairwell to try to meet them or some shit. Somehow he know. stops the chaos of the water flooding in. They're climbing a ladder. There's Everything's exploded at the top of the fucking tube. There's yep. fire raining down. Blonde bitch and British bitch are getting at each other's throats again. Yep. The ladder breaks, it falls down. Now we got like a monkey bar situation yep. where they're all hanging from the ladder. Blonde bitch falls. Somehow the shark's now down here in this fucking tube. Yep. This 8,000 pound shark got through this like tiny little service hatch and he eats hers. Yeah. Ooh, either like I was just like blacking out every five minutes and. Missing every little thing in this movie where they'd explain how the shark can no. suddenly be in new places. No, they don't. Or these sharks can just teleport anywhere. Uh, th yeah, they got that. Uh, they got that kind of Jason Voorhees just show up kind yeah. of skill. Shark comes up under the blonde chick, fucking bites her in half, and, like lifts her out of the water a bit. She's yeah. screaming once again. Just looks terrible. <laughs> just, just whenever it comes out of the water, yep. it just looks fucking awful. Just the worst. 
we regroup a little bit. My next uh, bullet point is the last will and testament of LL Cool J. Hell yeah, I got that written down. Okay. LL gives will his last will and testament. Is he finds a camcorder and is like, if you find this video, it means I did not make it out of this situation alive. I am a husband and a father. As we've clearly established. <laughs> I'm like, you are? Oh, my mistake. Well, then why do you live out in the middle of the ocean on this research yeah. facility working as... Correct. You can get a job cooking food <laughs> anywhere in the world. You no, don't got to do it in people. the middle of the ocean. He's helping science. If you're a father and a husband... Somebody has to feed science, Nate. You should, you should be with your wife and kids, LL. You've not no. been a very... I think he does say this a little bit. He's like, oh, I haven't been the best wife and Mm. husband and fucking Mm. father. It's like, no, you haven't. You live out in the middle of the ocean. Like some sort of Captain Ron type. You didn't see Captain Ron fucking living his lifestyle as a family man, did you? No. No, he was a vagabond. He was a cool Captain Ron type. Just like a, yeah, a a real slick character. A fast-talking fucking go-where-the-wind-takes-him Captain Ron type. Oh, uh, we should note... Mm-hmm. There is a b- nice little scene before this where they have to get uh, batteries for the flashlight. So uh, Michael Rappaport oh, goes into scummy Michael Rappaport. He fashion. goes. He goes into dead Jan's quarters yeah. and it's like, where does she keep her vibrator? Which is just good stuff. Great shit. Uh, LL Cool J ends his uh, last will and testament by turning into a joke. You think maybe they're gonna like add some like drama or some humanity? He's like, characters. here's the serious part. He's like. Uh, what I want you to know is how to make the perfect omelet. So a little fake out there. It's just like, oh, no, this movie isn't going to start trying to develop its characters, is it? But then it's like, no, that was just a classic Rennie Harlan fucking yeah. juke and jive. Yeah. He gave you a little Jimmy Dolan shake and bake there. This movie's not going to try to get serious. He's Don't a, worry. He's like, I'm sick and die hard. I care not. <laughs> what have we got? We got a new plan. We're fucking Thomas Jane and Michael Rappaport. Yeah, Raps like, is going to switch the generator. Swimming around some electrical equipment because they're going to try to do a thing to do another thing. He's going to switch the generator to get the water out of the one yeah, stairwell into like, the I other can stairwell. Flood this stairwell. We'll go up this other stairwell. Yeah, Michael Rappaport. It doesn't work out though, because the shark comes. Now the shark's gotten into this area yeah. of the thing. Well, it works for a second. He switches the generator. He does, but then the shark chomps him. And oh the shark no! Body slams him into oh, the generator, God. fucking electrocuting him horribly while he's being chomped by a shark, which is a pretty cool death. They uh. He's dead as fuck. It, the shark bites him in half, and we get like a leg and some crotch coming towards the camera. Mm, and mm. like the wetsuit's bit and really, really low. And it's like, it's are they going to show you like a little, like, like a like a dangling ball it's or a little bit of dick staring at hanging that from disgusting, that disgusting uh, red goatee this whole movie? Was, They're about to just, show some of the welcome mat down there. It was weird. Around his Rappaport it was balls. Like weirdly low. He's dead. Jane survives. I guess they sucked the water out of this stairwell that they needed to. Yeah. Meanwhile, British chick has been creeping around. She's got her own shit going. She's like looking in lockers and whatnot. She's like, I gotta find that brain goop. I can't get out of here without taking the life-saving shark brain goop with me. She says, you know, because LL Cool J is like, just stay here with me. Mm -hmm. And she's like, no, I have to go get the data. And he's all like, haven't enough people lost their lives? And she's like, yeah. She's like, those lives mean nothing if I don't get that data. my daddy is dead. 
and I will never recover from it. Do you hear me, LL Cool she J? She says, if I don't get that dadder, because she's British. <laughs> Man, you really hate British people. Uh, some really of them. sticking in your craw. Some of them. This chick has an accent. I'm 25% English. I'm allowed. Ooh, gross. Yeah. Self-hating fucking Brit. Yep. Nothing worse. But yeah, the, the data she needs is just a bag of goop that's like not even refrigerated or anything. It's just like in her locker. Yeah. So she goes, gets it out of her locker like, oh, this one plastic bag full of goop looks like a fucking a Capri Sun. This science Capri Sun's going to save the world. Oh, no, the shark is now in this room because the shark is once again able to shrink or grow at it, will to get through doors. The bag looked like uh, a Capri Sun filled with Buckley's, that Canadian cough medicine Ooh. that tastes like gasoline. I don't know that I've ever had any Canadian cough medicine oh, called man. Buckley's. Oh, man. So we were playing some shows in Toronto, and Dan came down with a fucking Canadian COVID while uh-huh. we were up there. Yeah. And, like, couldn't talk and everything. And we're like, we got a show tomorrow. Like, he's got to be able to sing backups. And the the Canadian we were staying with, she's like, oh, you know, we could go down to the store and get him some Bookleys. And we could like, go down to the store and get him some medicine, or I could take you up to my uncle's place. Yeah. We can get some Buckley's. <laughs> right. And we're like, Buckley's? What are you talking about? And she like, her brain was broken that like, we yeah. didn't know what Buckley's was. Oh, wow. And we're like, ah, take us to the fucking. I've taken some trips to the Great White North, but yeah. I've never caught ill whenever I was there. I've always felt felt quite healthier, mm-hmm. contrarily. We were talking uh, rubber cement a couple weeks ago, you and I on the mm-hmm. show. Yeah. In terms of sniffing. Sure. Yeah. It comes in that same what like. What would you use rubber cement for? It comes in that same like glass red stripe size bottle oh you know i love it and you just take the little top off and its consistency is that of like what was in that bag or nitroglycerin (laughs) rubber cement and it it smells and tastes like pure gasoline she ends up in a fight with the shark and this is the scene where we're gonna strip her down and we're gonna see some of that sweet sweet brit bod yeah i think this is Brit bold. I complained already about it that you're stripping people down, but you're not actually getting them naked. Yes. You're getting down to their undies. But I think this is a great, smart way to gratuitously show somebody in their underwear. I agree. They make it work. Mm-hmm. They make it work. She's got a plan. I'm going to take off my wetsuit. I'm going to stand on the wetsuit so that I'm not like grounded there. around here. And then I'm going to take this fucking wire that's shooting sparks everywhere. Yes. Shove it in the shark's mouth when he tries to bite me. Electrocute the shit out of the shark. I'm just glistening and pristine. My hard body is wet, but it is protected by this cushion. The shark is electrocuted to death if you're keeping track. We now have one shark who's smart as a human left. LL killed one. one. British chick from Wing Commander killed one. Maybe we're moving into the third act of the movie. Maybe this movie is <laughs> wrapping up. Man. They haven't figured out what the story is going to be yet, but it feels like maybe we're wrapping up. Maybe this there's film. no real third act, and it just kind of ends. We'll maybe see. It just keeps on with this fucking alien resurrection shit until abruptly yep. ending. Yep. Uh, what do we got? It's time to depressurize the one fucking airlock so they can yeah, we're get just, back we're, up. They, we're, they meet we're up. We're draining things. We're filling things. We're pressurizing things. We're depressurizing things. Uh, we get to the last one. Thomas Jane briefly uh, explains the bends to He's us. He's doing a lot of explaining. He's like, this, this is why the bends is the best 
Radiohead album of all time. And I'm like, Thomas Jane, you're preaching the to the three choir. Of them I, are together. I agree, bro. They're in some sort of tube that's going to take them to the top. He's like, I got to fill this thing up with water. Then once we're to the top, I'm going to open the door that puts us in the ocean. We got 60 feet. We got to swim. 60 feet. Uh, LL is like, I think we're going to die. Thomas Jane's like, don't worry. I've got these fire extinguishers that are going to work right. as a distraction to distract the sharks because sharks are attracted to like Duh. bright colors and movement of water. As we all know. And I'm like, Thomas Jane, I don't think you're factoring in that these aren't normal sharks. These are sharks that are as smart as humans. Nice you're not going to be able to set off a couple underwater fire extinguishers and fucking Thomas Jane, I guess, momentarily forgets that these are not normal sharks. These are sharks that are as smart as humans. Yeah. Plan goes into effect. Tube fills up. Well, you know why it works. They open the door. Well, it's because this is when LL Cool J's character gets super religious. There we go. And forces them all to hold hands while this is happening as he says a bunch of prayers and then, like, cusses during his prayers. So I'm like, is this a joke or is it serious? Because I think it's supposed to be serious, even though he's, they, like, throwing motherfuckers into his prayer. Then the Brit chick gets really into yelling amen. Yeah, they're all... Amen! Amen. 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 As as Amen. this is flooding, and they're off to the races. We're trying to swim to the surface. The shark's coming. The shark has found them. He is, even though he's smart as a human, momentarily distracted by one of those fire extinguishers. Yeah. He goes after it, chomps it. Yeah. And he's like, oh, this isn't a fucking Ugh. human being. Damn it. God damn it. I slipped back into my shark brain. I gotta no. start thinking like a super smart, as smart as a human shark again. God oh, damn it. And, uh, okay, what happens here? Well, that's when he, he the shark grabs LL. He managed to chomp poor LL, who's right in the, leg. the heftiest cast member left yes. right here. Clearly going to be the slowest swimmer. Smart decision on there. This is half. another little bit of inconsistency here. Where whenever these people have been chomped by the shark up to this point, like instantly they're chomped entirely in half. Yeah, whatever they bite and gets cut off. Here, since LL is a marquee fucking uh, name in this movie, we don't mm-hmm. we don't quite want that to happen to him. So what just happens is he gets a little little wound on his leg, yep, and is still has enough wits about him to be able to fist fight his way out of the shark's mouth, the eight thousand pound mako shark's mouth. Does he use his his cross that he's wearing he's to stab the shark it in, in the, the eye? gills a little bit, and then like he gets the cross because he's a man of the Lord, yeah, as, as, and a bird fucker, yep. And yes, he does punch the shark Bring in the eye, in the sheep. which we've now got a Bring one-eyed shark. It's enough to get him to loosen his jaws on LL, which he's, he's, even if things happen the, the best for him, he would still have a completely shredded and mangled leg right now. Yeah. But he's still fine. He's still able to like swim away from this fucking shark. Well, Thomas Jane jumps in and helps him out a little bit. There's fucking blood everywhere. He doesn't go into shock or freak out or anything, even though his, like, entire leg should be shredded to nothing. He's still just, like, yeah. you know, talking the rest of the movie. <laughs> like, it's me, LL Cool J. What's 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 the next part of the plan, et He's like, hey, did you ever watch that show where I was, like, a, a, a butler for a family, but I had, like, hopes and aspirations to be more? That was a show? Yeah, I forget what that show was called. Was it on, like, was it, was it, like a network show? Was it him and Queen was Latifah? It on BET? Where was, it was a where network was show. Was Cool J show? It was a network show. He was, like, the... The, the you realize he didn't play Jeffrey on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, right? That was a completely different man. You're gonna tell me they got some small British man that could <laughs> throw DJ Jazzy Jeff across the lawn? Clearly, that had to be LL Cool J. Ah! 
Thomas Jane has a little bit of a revelation here, Matt. What, to get out of the movie? He's like, oh man, look what happened. Okay. All this was part of the shark's master plan. What? We keep on sucking the water out of different places and flooding other places. It's He was herding us like a couple of morons. It's the master plan. We only are going to keep you, blonde-haired, blue-eyed Thomas Jane. <laughs> <laughs> this monocled shark was trying to make all this happen because now we flooded up enough of the tank to where he could chop the top of the fence that's not reinforced, get out into the The top ocean. of the fence isn't also titanium? No, like the bottom of the fence? No, it's normal steel, Thomas James Why tells us. Why did they us. skimp? And as Rappaport told us, it's eight feet from the surface of the water. We've now got eight extra feet of water. This shark can just chomp through this regular chain link fence. Not to mention that we've seen them jump over eight feet multiple times in this movie, but whatever. Listen, man. Yeah. Shark's got a plan. Okay. It's all the shark's got a plan. I as, yeah. I need you to be a man of faith so, and just have faith that Amen! the shark has a plan. You know for I all got faith. So British chick's just like, all right, through this whole movie, my number one thing has been keeping all this research alive, yes. keeping the experiment going. Yes. My my data got electrocuted into nothing. Uh the shark's gonna get loose. And I'm like, Okay, so the shark gets loose. Yeah. A shark got loose in the opening scene of this movie, and Thomas Jane just hunted it down and harpooned the shit out of it very easily. Yeah, what are like, we worried about here? They're really suddenly the stakes are like, if this shark gets loose, it will take over the world. <laughs> like before you know it, we'll all be living like under a regime led by the shark. Yeah, no, like just hunt it down again and harpoon it like you did the first one that escaped. Or you know, it's fucking 1999, and like. Every movie back then came with some kind of tracker implanted in people. Oh, yeah. You they made... definitely have trackers implanted in these sharks. These are research sharks. It, you They're should be able to just follow them wherever. Like, is it really lost? It, oh, it, the tracker tells us he's right there. Let's shoot a fucking missile at him. Torpedo the shark. Oh, he's yeah. exploded. Nuke the whales. Yeah. Gotta nuke something. And we gotta nuke this shark right now, they all decide. So Thomas Jane's like, I got a plan. Yeah. We've established that I'm great with a harpoon gun. Correct. We got to stick a dynamite here for yep. some reason. I don't remember the dynamite. They being found flares in the tower because okay. that's where LL Cool J, the Brit, and the Punisher all end up, where they're dressing LL Cool J's wounds. Uh, Thomas Jane's like, "Look, I found two flares. That's enough to make like one or two sticks of dynamite." We're gonna we duke the go. hazard. This fucking Fuck shark yeah. is what we're gonna do. Harpoon it with the dynamite, blow that fucker up. Who cares if he gets free? He's gonna be chum. We're gonna chum the water with this asshole. Right. Plan doesn't work as well as they wanted it to. Oh no. Because he gets out to like the end of the ledge and is like, the shark's too far away. Shark's trying to bite its way through the fence. He's like, I gotta get the shark to come back here somehow. He was he was just about to turn to the British girl and be like, it's no big deal. Because I tracked a shark down at the beginning of the movie. Right. So we'll just let it go, live to fight another day, and then I'll kill the shark. Wait, you and just also, jumped into the water. past that, we've established different scenes where I just jump into a water with the sharks, and when they come, I shoot the sharks, and then I'm fine. I got a whole shark fucking thing down. Yeah. The British chick is just like, listen, I got to sacrifice myself because right. this is all my fault. This is the only way I'm going to achieve redemption for my sins. Yeah. 
she slices up her hand with like a rusty bit of flotsam that she finds yeah. somewhere, which looked pretty brutal. I was like, oh, we got dynamite and harpoon guns. You don't got like a paring knife somewhere. You got to pick up some uh, rusty scrap to cut your fucking hand. I open. found like the rusty stand of a street sign somewhere over here. So she does that and jumps into the water. She's like, we're going to get him back over here by giving him some bait. Yeah. It works, because even though this shark is smart as a human, it's still got that shark bloodlust. Yeah. It smells and blood in the he water. can also smell that she has tetanus now. It starts coming right after her. Thomas Jane, in perhaps the stupidest move mm-hmm. in this entire film, mm-hmm. sees that the shark's coming for this girl, is like, oh no, British lady, runs towards I her. may or may not like you. Drops the harpoon gun, Yeah, does not take it with him, dives in the ocean to yeah. swim towards her and do I don't know what. The be, whole point of this is so her. that you'll shoot the shark with the fucking harpoon. Yeah. That was that was her last fucking move. That's you're a tough as nails shark wrangler. Yeah. We're supposed to believe now that in this moment you've lost your head and done the stupidest possible thing in this situation. Dropped the fucking harpoon gun and then jumped in fucking Love, ain't it unarmed. Grand. To try and battle this shark? Yeah. God damn it, Thomas Jane. He was going to hump her. It's, he's, who knows how long he's been out to sea. He it hasn't humped anything in a while. doesn't work. The shark chomps the girl. This time, once again, mm. she is instantly chomped completely oh, in half. No. It's not just a little leg wound like it was for LL Cool J. Oh, gosh. He swallows both halves of her. Fucking Thomas Jane's like, yep. well, that wasn't good. I should probably get back out of the water and get that harpoon gun yeah. now or something. Yeah. Too late. Shark comes after him. Oh. Luckily, we've established he's got that cool move where he can evade the bite and then yeah. grab the shark's fin and ride the shark like a dolphin. It works out. He does that shit. It works out great. But whatever. LL Cool J is like fucking in shock with yeah. his legs shredded. You're now riding the back of a shark. He's like, what, what could happen now to possibly save the day? We're done for. This is the end of it. LL Cool J decides he's okay. They could have gave him like, I don't know. Working like a shot of adrenaline and like the med pack they have or something. Or like no, no, no. They have something a... happens to explain why he can just like have this completely. They explained it. What if he ex- decides he's okay now? Yeah, they had that scene where they show his face and he goes, Ugh. <laughs> he does that thing. Yeah. LL Cool J wakes up. He wasn't even anywhere near the fucking heart where Thomas Jane drops the harpoon. But suddenly now he has the harpoon. Are you saying with that harpoon. massive leg injury, he couldn't make it over there, Nate? What are you saying? He's barely crawling. He's got the harpoon in his hands already somehow. Yeah. He's uh, hard trying to aim at the shark. Yeah. Uh, uh, struggling, struggling. Yeah. I don't know how I got my hands on this harpoon. I don't know how I'm a conscious, but I am. Yeah. Take my word for it, audience. Thomas Jane is just comically on the back of this cartoon shark. He's like, shoot the fucking shark, LL. Shoot the shark. LL shoots the shark. It works out. Except that it goes through the shark's fin and then into Thomas Jane's leg. Thomas Jane's now harpooned to the shark, which is also harpooned to our stick of dynamite. Yeah. Shark takes one last fucking just charge at the fence, breaks through the fucking fence, slamming charges hard enough to bust through a steel fence, right. slamming Thomas Jane, who's been through a lot already, into the fence. Yeah. Shark gets free. He's home. Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane. Wanna go tree climbing, Thomas Jane? His face hurts. And where is his glasses? He can't see without his glasses. Put his glasses on. Put on his glasses. 
He was going to be an acrobat. Hamburger meat, probably. Probably. Grated through this fence, turned into hamburger meat. If he wasn't, LL explodes the shark yeah. a couple feet away from where Thomas Jane is. We get a gigantic explosion Huge. sending ripples all through the water. Hiroshima. Chums in the air, fucking shark blood everywhere. Oh. It's raining down on everything. LL Cool J survived the day, but clearly Thomas Jane smashed against this underwater fence. Oh no, he's got three feet dead. away from a gigantic explosion. He's our final sacrifice. Yeah, We've only got one guy. sole survivor. He was a good guy. Movie. It's a shame. You don't want to see it. Yeah, it's just You don't want to see that. Hello, Cool Jay's the only guy alive. Oh, no, no. Wait, Matt, don't what? worry. Thomas Jane decides that his character is okay. So he just swims oh. to the top and he's like, I'm fine now, LL Cool J. Don't worry about it. Also, like, neither of us are out of breath or anything. Nah. Or, like, remotely fucked yeah. up. Or, like, death from that giant explosion. No. We're just going to have some casual yeah. quips back and forth with each other. Yeah, you got that it's leg injury. In the fucking movie here. But I'm fine. Yeah. I, I've been through hell. Yeah. I've been underwater for, like, the last 10 minutes. Yeah. Your entire leg's shredded, but... Let's do some jokes about how, like, oh, man, I'm going back to the ghetto because I'm a black person, so yeah. I'm from the ghetto. Yep. Uh, also, the Coast Guard happens to show up yeah, right they, after all this. The, the storm's over. It's daytime yeah. now. They they don't over the uh, the soundtrack play. I can see clearly now the rain is gone. No, they, but I think it was appropriate. They should have. They give us something a missed better. Opportunity there. They give us something better. Uh, yeah, fucking take me back to the ghetto, Yeah. LL says, to which Thomas Jane replies, amen. We get a final amen here, because this yeah, is, amen. above anything, this is a, a religious film. film. <laughs> this, is, this is a film, it's pretty much an allegory for the story of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then we go to our credits, and we get our LL Cool J rap song mm. tie-in, which I remember they were playing on MTV. Oh. Fucking every six Were minutes they? that summer. Every six minutes. Ooh. Deepest, bluest. My hat is like a shark's fin. Deepest, bluest. My hat is like a shark's fin. Was he saying my hat or my head? Hat. And if you watch the video, he's like fucking with the bill of his hat a lot and like moving his head around like he's swimming like a shark. Oh. Like right, right into the camera. Deepest, bluest. My hat is like a shark's fin. Because this is 99, 99, so, you know, LL Cool J ain't wearing the cool Kango bucket caps anymore. Oh, man. Or the Adidas bucket caps. This is where he's wearing uh, probably a New York Yankees this, hat. The song is no big old butt, Matt. He must have thrown together the lyrics to this song in, like, Tina has cool 20 minutes. a big old butt. That's why I'm leaving you. Yeah. LL Cool J shoehorned into this movie last minute. Uh, fucking took 30 seconds to make the song for yeah. the movie. That's why I'm leaving this segment. Like, you know, like, it was the last day of set, and they were like, hey, uh, LL, how's the song coming along for the movie? And he's like, come again? I was supposed to write that song? What's that now? Don't worry, the same old Jewish guy producing the uh, movie has an old Jewish brother who writes songs. He'll put something for you together. You Her- just wrap it into this camera. Herschel's, we'll Herschel's so good at writing raps. We'll get it in heavy MTV production. Uh, hat is like a shark spin, kind of. Good enough. You've been wearing hats in between shots. Yeah. Just do a little good dance. Enough for me. Just do a little shark dance, bro. Do a little shark dance out of fucking bullet points mm, and into our next segment. 
You're going to listen to some coming attractions, and we're going to take a break, gather our thoughts, and then Deep Blue Sea will enter a judgment day. going out there to destroy them, right? Not to study. Not to bring back. That's the plan. All right, I'm in. There's still no contact with the colony. The xenomorph may be involved. What exactly are we dealing with here? Just one of those things managed to wipe out my entire crew. Ready to get it on. Go! I think we got something here. Ripley, don't be afraid. Come on. I don't know how you managed to stay alive, but these soldiers are here to protect you. It won't make any difference. What is that? I don't know. Nobody touched nothing. I got signals, I got readings. There's something moving and it ain't us. Get them out of there! Let's run! I'm scared. Game over, man. Game over. Get away from her, you bitch! Especially the International Crime Cartel. America's Maximum Assault Force is back in action. Chuck Norris, Delta Force 2, Operation Stranglehold. Rated R. Starts Friday, August 24th at theaters everywhere. You like all the Metallicas or just some of the Metallicas? I like uh, mid-career Metallica. Uh, The early stuff doesn't quite do it for me. Uh, The reload era stuff doesn't quite do it to me. Happy middle right there. So you start at the Black Album? Yeah. Or a little before that? And then I don't go past the Black Album? It's just all Black Album for you. Uh I guess you call me the typical Metallica fan. Oh, okay. I like... uh, Load, load or better. That's what mm. I say. Load and after. Now load. Not to be confused with reload. Back to back with reload, or was it like load and then a couple things and then a reload? Could have been. Garage Days Revisited is somewhere in there too. That's the name of a Metallica album that had uh, the famous covers. Uh, the Turn the Page, Whiskey oh, in the Jar. Oh, I remember uh, when that Turn the Page fucking cover was getting played around. Those were dark days for me. Yeah, I mean, they did a nice job, but we'd all just rather be listening to Seeger. Let's, I, mean, I, yeah, let's I was admit it. Say, like, early Metallica, people are into it. Like, the heavy metal fans don't like it. Black Album Metallica, in all seriousness, just fucking butt rock for dads. Don't like it. Oh, Past yeah. that, terrible shit. Don't really like it. Lars Ulrich. Seems like a cool guy, though, that I can fucking hang out with. He is. Why don't me and him just have some beers and listen to some fucking Seeger? Yeah. That sounds like a cool evening for me. We should just invite uh, Lars and James Headfield to uh, Silver Bullet next time they're in town. I can see them showing up. What do they got going on? Right? I fucking fight with Napsters long over. Yeah. Yeah, I think we got a pretty good shot of putting this together. Also, fuck Napster. I was a Lars Ulrich supporter that yeah. whole time. See what happened? Fucking Lars warned you. You destroyed the music industry, mm-hmm. and now 
there's no music except for fucking studio pop bands. And WAP. And you were all fucking talking shit to Lars. He didn't want Cardi B to happen. Yeah. He tried to fucking warn you, and you made him a goddamn villain. He was like, if you're not careful, it's going to be Cardi B and 21 Pilots. That's a very impressive Lars impression. Thank you. Stoked that we know Thank that you. that's in your wheelhouse now. We have to be pulling that one out. When the timing's right. I'm going to work on a Billy Corrigan, and we'll get a whole routine going a little back and forth. Yeah, how do you, you like that new smo- that new Smashing Pumpkins song? Cryer? Kyer? He put Cryer? out a new Smashing Pumpkins song? Yeah. Does that mean his professional wrestling company is officially uh, kaput? He's Ooh, probably multitasking. He probably do a lot of things. That's a a lot of things at once. He's a talented man. Judgment Day is when we go on the internet mm-hmm. to see what you, the fucking wackos of the world, had to say about the film fucking that we've freaks. been watching. And you freaks never disappoint. You always come up with something weird. I've got a standard Judgment Day setup yeah. here. I've got two one-bullet reviews. I've got two five-bullet reviews. Matt, we're going to listen to them. We're going to... Drink them in. Can't wait. And then we're going to see how we feel after after the experience. I, I'm going casual on my mic setup ben, now. This is the second time you've tried to change the way your mic stand is. The first time was a wild disaster. I don't know why you're convinced it's going to work this time. Because it works. Because I do my sit back and listen to the judgment. All right. Here we go. Let's get into it then. We'll see how long it lasts before that just falls over and we've got a bunch of chaos. Oh, no. I've on. got this. This will never fail. This is a one-bullet review from an IMDB user named Doby. I want to point out, it's important to know that this is a review from August of 1999. Hmm. This is contemporary to the release of Deep Blue Sea. By who? Doby. Like Thomas Doby? Thomas Dolby. Dolby. So this is like Doby the house elf? Isn't that two Bs? Oh, I don't know. If you, if you combine Thomas Dolby and Dobby the house elf, you get a, you get a Doby. Huh. Personally, I thought this movie absolutely stunk. They had too many gaping holes in the plotline and took away too many liberalities in certain areas. Took too many... Took away, yeah, too many liberalities in certain areas. Clear. Sometimes I feel like I'm going insane reading these things, but no, that's really what it says. Anybody else smell walnuts or am I having a stroke? It seemed to me that this film just wanted to show us how sharks can attack humans. Oh. I read through all the previous reviews and everyone else has liked this film so far. I went with my husband, who also hated this film, and his best friend, who enjoyed it. One never knows. Tastes very greatly, you know? My hubby and I thoroughly enjoyed The Haunting, but this movie sucked the, the big really one sucked. to us. She loves the 1999 remake of The Haunting, Matt. Hey, hey, Liam Neeson, not to say I'm not having a good time, but why are there all these ghosts here? Now, if you really want to be scared, go see The Blair Witch Project. In my humble opinion, of course. One bullet from IMDb user Doby in August of 1999. It's been turned on to this new thing called the Blair Witch Project, Matt. Can I give that review? I hear it's a real life thing. Can I give Blair that Witch review <laughs> five bullets? Five bullets? Did you see that? that one bullet uh, did you see the uh, Blair Witch reboot? 
a couple of years ago? Yeah, ago. I did. Mm. That old boy who made uh they uh you're next and, uh, you're next yeah. i did yeah. i was disappointed yeah. on the level that i really liked that guy's movies yeah. and that was pretty boring for him right. if it was just a blair witch remake by somebody who i didn't know i'd be like eh, i guess was that bad. was a pretty fucking good shot at a blair witch remake didn't he like make it about aliens or some shit there is some spoiler yeah. alert stuff that happens in the third act of the film that uh, comes as a little bit of a surprise. Yes, yeah. yes. I feel like everybody that was going to see that movie saw that movie, Nate. kind of forgot that movie existed. Exactly. I got another one bullet review here. This is from an IMDb user named Dorian Kellaway. Oh. I would like to point out before I read his review. He has no IMDb credits other than being a user on the website. Okay. No actual credits if you search his name. Duly noted. I'm following. This movie should be permanently banned from screens across the universe. I am a businessman oh. who takes pride in what is presented to him. Oh. I have never seen anything like this in the business world. Mm. I am disgusted with the creators. They make me sick. Being a director, I have endless knowledge about filmmaking. This film is a disgrace mm. to Howard Norton, the first Ooh. man to ever hold a camera. Oh. Thanks for this opportunity to voice my opinions. I love you guys. I hope you take my opinion graciously and avoid contact with Deep Blue Sea. As Samuel Jackson once said, it takes a man to make a miracle and a miracle to change a man. Mm. After Jackson's disappointing decision to star in this movie, these words take on new meaning. Ooh. Peace to all my brothers. One bullet from IMDb user. <laughs> user, not credited filmmaker, Dorian Kellaway. Well, I mean, did not like Deep Blue Sea. You think he's using his stage name that he directs with? Of course oh, not. Oh, might be. Of course not. Uh, I should have researched that a little bit more. You're right. You think I don't know fucking Scorsese when I hear Scorsese? Matt, some people have deep film knowledge, like a Martin Scorsese, uh -huh. a.k.a. a Dorian What's-His-Face. Uh -huh. But some people, you know, just like to watch movies on the surface level. They're not going to get bogged down by all the stupid bullshit. Okay. They think that this is a five-bullet movie. I found a couple of them to try and sway us to their fucking opinion. I mean, First I'm listening. Is five bullets from an Amazon user named Stan Stroop. Stan Peckinpah. Stan Stroop. Sam's brother. My wife had ordered Deep Blue Sea from the on demand on our cable. Nate. Uh huh. My wife. And to her astonishment, it was some stupid, dull relationship drama. What? She was furious. What? And so she asked me to search and order the real Deep Blue Sea about the smart sharks with an action-packed story and stellar cast. I decided to get the Blu-ray and was not disappointed. It has a sharp translation which brought back the chills we experienced when we saw it in the theater. For the price, what? it was a bargain buy. And yes, the story ends happily for both the survivors of the film and my satisfied wife, resulting Sexually. in a romp in the sack as my reward. Oh. Triple A plus five bullets from Amazon user Stan Stroop, who's getting his dick 
I don't. I didn't even mind that it was also Shark Week in our household. If you catch my drift. Matt, I've got one more five bullet review for the film Deep Blue Sea. Okay. This five bullet review is from an IMDb user and official baby oil and blow film critic Ivo Cobra 8. Ivo Cobra has been kind enough to send us this missive did he fa- straight from the he, Isle of Slovenia. Did he fax this over? Came in the fax machine okay. just seconds before you arrived. It's we don't hot off the presses. Yeah, we don't read. It's still warm. We don't read it off the interwebs, folks. He he faxes these in. Deep Blue Sea is my favorite Shark Monsters horror film and favorite film of Thomas Jane. I am a fan of the actor, and this one, The Punisher, and Thursday are his favorite roles. Thursday? What the fuck is Thursday? Thursday from 1998. Okay. Carter Blake is my favorite Tom Jane role, and he played. Yeah. It is my childhood movie. I saw it as a kid. I never had problems with the film. Nope. It is fast-paced, entertaining, action horror flick. Yeah. The idea about Alzheimer's disease making sharks smart was brilliant. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's what it was. (laughs) He nailed it. I enjoy this film. It is my favorite shark film. A lot of people are going for Jaws. This is my favorite monster shark movie. From the actors, the plot, the story, music score, stunts, and real practical effects. No stupid CGI. None of that here. I love movies like that. None of that here. I love this film to death. I love it so damn much. If you like Jurassic Park, then you will like this one. Yep. This is another film with animals who become smart. Duh. A preview tour. A theme park suffers a major power breakdown that allows its clone dinosaur exhibits to run amok. Wait, which movies are you talking about? In Jurassic Park was Breakdown and a paleontologist with two breakdown. kids in the park has to fight for survival. But in this movie, a team of scientists must fight for survival when trio biogenic sharks become smarter and they flood the facility. Now the team must come on surfers and fight for survival. Came on the surfers. Somebody got came on, that's for sure. Searching for a cure to Alzheimer's disease, a group of scientists on an isolated research facility become the prey as a trio of intelligent sharks fight back. The situation plunges into chaos when multiple genetically engineered sharks go on rampage and flood the facility. Mm-hmm. I love this film, and it really surprised me with the plot twist. Oh. LL Cool J is Sherman Preacher Dudley. Duh. So surprised me when he was stuck in the accident in the kitchen, he dealt with the shark himself, who eat his bird, jumps out of upper oven and swims away. You ate my bird. Lights lighter, throws lighter into open oven, and blows up the shark. Fantastic scene. Great scene. Thomas Jane as Carter Blake was the most smartest, tougher guy, brave shark hunter I have ever seen. He saved those people in the water in the opening scene from shark, in which a shark wanted to eat them. Mm. I love his character. He fought against the third shark, and he kicked his ass. Yeah. He was a brave hero. I love the actor so damn much. He fought Kevin Nash in a kitchen. He gave a good performance of himself. He wrestler the shark in which Preacher shots him with the harpoon and blows up the shark. But my hero survives. Mm. I love that so much. There goes my hero. Thomas Jane is a great actor. I love him in this movie. 
Saffron Burroughs as Dr. Susan McAllister, anti-heroine, and the tritagonist, the head of a team of scientists. All real was words. excellent as the villain the same time was also a heroine in this film. I love the actress so much. Wonder what happened to her. I don't see her in any good movies this days. Since she went making this movie, Deep Blue Sea. Yeah, Saffron odd. Burroughs was great as Dr. Susan McAllister. She electrocuted the second shark with a power cable all by herself. There was a badass scene. True. She sacrificed herself by helping Carter stopping the shir- third shark from escaping. Mm. The film was directed by Finnish director Rennie Harlan, who previously directed A Nightmare on Elm Street for The Dream Master, Ooh. Cliffhanger, Die Hard 2, The Long Kiss Goodnight, and Mindhunters, which I thought he did a great job directing it. Which one's Mindhunters? Got me. Mm. Music score for this film was excellent by Trevor Rabin. Duh. Jurassic World copied Deep Blue Sea. Absolutely, I said that. T-Rex was faster and smarter hunter, and he tricked people believing he escaped off the fence. But actually, he was hunting them. They make the T-Rex smarter hunter. I already saw that in Deep Blue Sea, where doctors implant the human brains in the shark. Yep. And here they did the same thing with the T-Rex. The movie came out the same year as The Matrix came out. And of course, I went to see that movie in the theater with my mom. This movie I rented in the video store a year later on VHS tape. Samuel L. Jackson is in here, and he surprised he was eaten again, the same he was eaten in Jurassic Park. I thought Samuel L. Jackson would be the lead guy, but I was surprised when he was eaten by a shark. Stellan Skarsgård is in this movie from Thor in Thor the Dark World, and he is so young and thin in this movie. You have adrenaline-pumped shockwaves, and of course you have a great explosion, great underwater scenes. Thomas Jane did 100% of him in this movie. Everything was for real. No CGI bullshit. None. 10 out of 10. I love this flick to death. It is my all-time favorite shark monster horror film. You love Jaws. I love Deep Blue Sea to death. Duh. Especially, I love the ending and the conclusion. Only two heroes survives in this movie. I love the song Deepest Bluest Shark's Fin that was performed from LL Cool yes. J for this movie. He gets it. Five man. bullets. He from fucking I gets it. DB user and official baby oil and blow critic, Ivo Coverdate. Boom. Uh, a lot of things to unpack. Mindhunters mm-hmm. is a crime horror thriller in which trainees in the FBI's psychological profiling program must put their training into practice when they discover a killer in their midst. That sounds like a way to wait to see. It stars right it stars Keep Val Kilmer. It stars Christian Slater. Oh, Baby Oil and Blow's getting all over it this one. It stars Johnny Lee Miller. Ah, oh, fucking sick boy. It stars Star of Deep Blue Sea, LL Cool J. Don't call it a comeback. He's been here for years. Also, Thursday, that other film he referenced, mm-hmm. stars uh, Sam Jackson. Ooh. Also, him and Tommy Jane. Also, together a lot. Also, a Rennie Harlan joint. Uh, Sam Jackson. He's got his crew. I appreciate that. Michael Rappaport. Oh, no, I'm just looking at Deep Blue Sea again. Oh, what okay. was Thursday? Thursday starred. Uh, Thomas Jane mm-hmm. and Aaron Eckhart. No, right? Do they play the Siamese brothers? I'm who thinking get separated, I'm, and one tries to murder I'm the other one. I'm thinking they got to. 
I gotta research this one a little bit. Yeah. How could anybody watch that movie and not just have their heads spinning the whole time? How one's be like that one that Paxson and Pullman appeared in? I know. How's nobody been talking to us about these two movies except our good friend Ivo Cobra? Yeah. Luckily, he's here to bring the heat. That's good. Matt, let's wrap this fucking podcast okay. up with your final thoughts and your bullet rating for Deep Blue Sea. Uh, this deepest, bluest. Yeah, deepest bluest. Almost like I knew it. Like a shark spin. Yeah, like a shark. Hey, like a shark. Hey, I would have had Fred Durst. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Know. Maybe Deep Blue Sea has some Durst on it. I don't know. I haven't Maybe. seen it. Maybe. We'll have to get the. We'll have to download the Deep soundtrack. Deep Blue C three. Probably some Cardi B on that. I would imagine. I would hope so. I mean, she ain't doing much. Uh, this movie. Also, she could play the chef in the film. Ah, oh, I hate that it's already been made because I'm getting so many ideas for it now. Oh, the whole time she's just like, I can't get too close to the water because I'm on my period. That's yeah. like I'd keep playing that up. This movie's half written already. Yeah, we, we're, we're, yeah. we just got to get that third act. Which is... I thought you were going to go in the direction of her being too worried about getting her hair wet. No, her wet ass pussy. Okay. Wet with blood. Mm. See what we is got? Is that what that song's about? Yep. I'm way into it. A heavy now flow. Than I was couple minutes ago <laughs> cardi b she's got a heavy flow do you get it b stands for blood it works on a lot of levels blood this movie nate is not a very good movie what? nate uh i had never what? seen it before i am incredulous it came out in 1999 that's right uh the year i graduated high school great year just a little disclaimer here it might be the same year can i graduate came out can i and if you ask every girl ever, they were all a freshman the year that uh, the the freshman came out. What year was that? I might have been a freshman when I came out. Pretty sure it was. Pretty sure it was '97 when I was a freshman. Oh, ooh. I was, I was like a fucking sophomore. Then. Yeah, you were an old man. Look. This movie is a very bad movie. In 99, I was an angry man that hated a lot of things, especially if a lot of people were going to do it. Mm-hmm. I was miserable. Wow. I was just That's full no of anger. Your life. I wanted to break things. We were because we were living in the age of Durst. It That's popped true. off that year. People um, were breaking stuff right and left. I remember this movie. Woodstock '99. You weren't raping women, were you? No, 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 Burning no. Burning down towers no. and raping women. No, because I also hated large groups, oh, so I was staying oh, away from that too. Uh, man, I remember this movie coming out and just being like, "This looks terrible. What fucking idiot is going to see it?" You know what my uh, internet handle was at the time in 1999? Yeah, Rennie Harlan fan. <laughs> Hell yeah, I know. Fucking, I had the opposite fucking uh, anticipation for this film yeah. as you. So I was horribly attitudinal, and uh, I finally watched this movie 21 years later, mm. and all I got to say no is, time. is, good on you, 1999, Matt. You really wow. knew what the fuck you were talking about. Wow. And everything inside of me wants to give this movie one and a half bullets because mm. it's the worst movie I've seen in a long time on this show. Jeez. And uh, but there's also a part of me that was like, bro, you're not that angry of a person anymore. You know, you don't got that much hate. And so I kept a little bit of my heart oh, open. Man, it's getting soft. I just kept a little bit of my heart open, knowing the that sharks somebody swim right through your arteries if you let it, it open. Can that's a fucking little peek behind the curtain about why I die in a couple also of years. Deep Blue Sea 4. When I have that. Sharks get miniaturized and I have that swimming shark, in people's blood. Shark streams. attack. Ooh, kind of like uh, when fucking, was that a Quaid? 
that goes all small. Uh, inner Space. Yeah. Fine little film. With Martin Short. That's oh, yeah. a nice movie. Joe Dante directed. I left my heart open just enough for somebody to win me over and let me oh. know why this movie oh. means so much to wow. them. Who, and the Ivo Cobra, <laughs> you spoke to me tonight. And uh, you're right. It's just stupid enough. And uh, I can't give it one and a half because it's just too mean. Thank God. But it is still bad. But there's just some slight, tiny sliver of enjoyable to it. I got to go two bullets. Two bullets for Deep Blue Sea. Wow. Um, I've outed myself now. Uh, It's been a mystery for many, many decades. But people do now know that I was... You've been building a mystery. Computer hacker Rennie Harlan fan back in the yeah. 1990s on all the BBS systems, uh, writing my Usenet reviews of films, fucking infamous, infamous. I've now been outed. So you know that I love Rennie Harlan's particular brand of mindless, poorly made movies. Yes, you do. This movie is pretty much the epitome of just stupid, mindless movie. I don't go into it expecting anything else. It delivers what it's fucking promises on um shark smart sharks killing a bunch of one note idiots sign me up terrible cgi because mm-hmm. this is 1999 sign me up man it gets really dumb with all the physics and what the sharks yeah. can and can't do and whatnot not a lot of people make sense but pretty much every character other than two gets chomped in half and they blew up a lot of stuff so i'm not complaining about anything at least they didn't try to make it a real movie because that no. could have been really bad for that, me that would have been two hours Say in this movie you you try a lot and you fail that's a huge fucking disaster you try barely nothing and you're still mostly a failure not as big of a disaster no. this thing's mostly doing what it tried to do Two and a half bullets. Two and a half bullets, in my opinion, for Deep Blue Sea. I kind of like it, especially Samuel Jackson dying in that speech scene. A really fucking theater popped off like crazy when that shit happened in 1999. People were wilding out. It was like I I was at a Nick Cannon event. Oh, which you've been to several. Not in the last couple of years because the judge said I had to stay away from yeah. them. But yeah, back in the day. Just because you showed up at his twin's baptism and Mariah Carey got all salty because you were wearing the same gown. Don't get me started on that bitch. Yeah. Glad he got away from her. I feel like I feel like the judge should really con- reconsider lifting that. Uh, I'm going to go to Judge Dredd and try to get a second opinion. <laughs> He's a good dude. Uh, I greatly appreciate that they kept this movie under two hours, Nate. Yeah, that was nice. But like we always say, and especially this week, fucking speed up some of that slow mo. Yeah, <laughs> this thing could have been. It could have been an hour and a half. Cut out like one scene where there was just like a hallway they had to try to find the way to get down. You're cutting down like ten minutes out of this movie. You don't need to get through all those hallways. Just get down a couple. If if they could have knocked it down to ninety minutes, I definitely would have given it two and a half. And I yeah. feel like you would give it three. One hundred percent. What could have been? Doubt my what kingdom for somebody just writing tight ninety-minute movie scripts. Well, we've already covered all the coolest monsters there are to cover, no, so I'm sure we got a nay, real letdown nay. next we week. We have what? one more week left in our Monster Mash month. It's Nothing Halloween fucking week. We got to go big. We got to go the granddaddy of them fucking all. We're talking. It's going to be game over, man. Next week on Baby Lil and Blue when we're watching Aliens. Ooh, is it Paxton or is it Pullman? <laughs> you better fucking do it. You better know this one. 
Oh, drop your top and kiss your ass goodbye because it's baby oil and blow. Stay single. I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight. For my monster from its slab began to rise. And suddenly, to my surprise, he did the monster man. It was a graveyard Guests 